When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. I'm going to start the day with a beautiful comment. That's how we're going to, we're going to kick this thing off. How lovely is that? <laughs> Good morning, Mom. <laughs> that, that is, that's Mama Brooks. Mrs. Brooks checking in. Afternoon, Wait. Mighty Men of Sports Take. You guys make my day. You make our day, Mrs. Brooks. She's already on? Man, she is yeah. prompt. She doesn't always. Play. She's she always play. on. Well, wow. Keeping tabs on her on her little boy, man. Yeah, you know wow. she don't play. That's it. You don't play. So happy, happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome in Sports Take, D-Gun, B-Brooks, RLS, Jacob Media, YouTube Network. Good to see you fine. Je- Barry, what do you have on the t-shirt, man? What's going on? What, what is uh, it? It's a little uh, Snoop Dogg. Remember Snoop Dogg had it? Oh, that's the original, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got a little, little something on a t-shirt. I mean, it's hot outside now, man. Can yeah, you believe that's going to be 75 degrees today? Dude, it's yeah, but 56 on Saturday, man. That's depressing. Mother Nature keeps playing with us, man. You know, last year at this time, it got warm in early April, and it stayed yeah. warm all the way through summer, man. It's like Mother Nature's been toying with us since late March, man. You know, it- I know. Yeah, well, last time we went on your birthday, uh, we went on your birthday um, uh, fishing trip, and it was kind of chilly that day. It was rainy that day. For um- it was it was 2000, 2019. We we did a charter on my birthday in May. Okay. And we, Rob, it was crazy. We had to charter from 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. So I'm dry. It takes me at least an hour and a half to get to where we were going down in Maryland. Okay. And so it's me, my two daughters, my son, you know, my my future son-in-law. I mean, we're all convoying down. Yeah. It's raining. It's like, it's like rain. Like I've never seen. It's almost like, you know, um, the the, the earth was about to be flooded. So we're driving. Right, right, right. No daylight. We're driving, and we're trying to find this place. And it's a small, it's a small um, pier where they dock their boats from. And um, we get there. Where were you, Chesapeake, like the Chesapeake area? Yeah, Chesapeake. I think it was Rock Point, Maryland, something like that. Yep, yep. Um, And of course, you know, we're worried about getting there on time because, hey, you know, we're paying for this this charge. Yeah, right. And somebody, you know, is a little late. Was I late? And, I thought I was right on time. No, and, and he he's like us. five minutes late. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. So he texts us and he goes, "Hey, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get there. If I don't make it, just go without me." 
And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. But the guys were good enough. The guys were good enough. The charter captains were good enough. I mean, he was only like five minutes late. I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah. just pulling this late. But it was pouring rain. We we're all in rain gears. Like, this is terrible, man. So we're, we're circling and we're circling. We can't, they can't find the fish. We're having a good time. They turn on the stereo on the boat. The captain's about 85 years old. He has three teeth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and he's dancing up a storm and we're just having a good time. I mean, at that he point. He comes up behind me and starts. Like, yeah. Oh, get away. Hold <laughs> on now. He's spanking. Oh, it's that kind of party. All right. <laughs> he's spanking Barrett. This guy's like 5'8, about 150 pounds. Barrett's 6'5, 340. We're dying laughing because I'm thinking, you know, Barrett is such a good natured person. Yeah. But sometimes that that's that switch flips, and I'm thinking he's gonna pick this dude up like the incredible Hulk. You know what I'm about? He's about to be chum. Yeah, he's about, about to be chum. Yeah. About about 158, 150 yards into the Chesapeake, and we're all going to jail when we get back to, to the to the dock. But you know, Bear, you know, Bear played it off. We had a good laugh. We're crying, laughing. And no, no, you tell the greatest. You didn't. You didn't say what? the greatest part about it. So we've What's been that? out there for about three and a half hours. Okay. So we're about to turn it in. He said, "Hey, I'm gonna try. Um, I'm gonna try one more place on our way back." Yeah. And, and in we, a 20 and, but, minute period, we yeah. maxed out on the limit. We limited out. Dude, we caught we like what? We well, there was there was nine of us, and you have a two two uh, striper limit. So we got 18 and 20. Like the, there was like eight ten rods going off at the same time. We were like the <laughs> Keystone cops. People running around grabbing rods and and, and the, oh my the, god. The, uh, the boat captain, you go here, you go here. And right. we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We That's awesome. But the funny part about it was, you know, it cost us with a tip, maybe like 150 bucks a piece. And we're thinking, we're not getting any fish, you know. But, you know, everybody still had a good time, you yeah. know. And we're thinking, okay, it's just not meant to happen. All of a sudden, we turn around, and the entire screen, the depth finder screen, is bright red, which indicates yep. fish. I mean, the whole screen is just covered with red. Like if you got one fish, it's a little small dot that has a uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that's a red fish. It'll be a little small dot that'll be one fish. <laughs> the whole thing was just you know yeah right. Red. That's so awesome. We, we 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 end up catching it. We caught the limit. We had a great great time, man. I, I that's when I really got to know Derek's family. That's when I I was in like unfortunately. That's when, <laughs> is that, that's when you knew he could sneak into your house. Yeah. Or, or right, right. <laughs> See, and, and, the, and the thing is, Rob, I, I'm good at catching these things, man. I can tell when people are trying to get past my invisible barrier. But I let my guard down. It was my birthday. My yeah. brother and sister, my brother and sister-in-law had flown in from Phoenix. I had all three of my kids there, future son-in-law. We had a couple other friends. I was just, I was in a moment because my brother, my brother was the one that planned this whole thing like okay. months in advance. He said, hey, your birthday's coming up. You know, we should do something special for your birthday. So he planned it. I'm like, my little brother's here. I don't get to see him often. You know, and I'm just, and then I, as time went on, I realized, Barrett snuck in the back door. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> he used to say all the time, hey, it's just like church and state. Yes. Same yeah. thing. I keep my them work friends, yes. My work friends. Yes. And, and Delaware. You can't cross the Delaware state line. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> see, I, I I had implemented COVID orders in my house in my domain long before, long before there was yeah. a COVID. You know, yeah. you know, people I used to work with at NBC. Hey, Digon, you always posting food. How come you never invite us down? Well, because you work here. Mm -hmm. Plain example. You, it, you know, that, that topic was brought up yesterday. What? You know, so you know that that you never um you know I put some on on a, uh, on my um smoker, 
And then, uh, you know, Gaddy comes to me and said, you know what? I should post me and you. You giving me food since Derek never gave me food the entire time we worked together. <laughs> you gave Mike Gaddy food? No, I didn't. He said, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go by your house. I know you'll invite me to your house and, and get food. And I'm going to post, you know, me and me and you together because Derek will never let me do it. Hey, I, I, I don't want them. I don't, I don't want them to know where I live. They don't need to know that. All they need to know is I work with them. But That's you right. know, I, I want to bring up another topic also because um, you know, every morning we have a, a, a pre pre show meeting at 11 a.m. and uh, you know we go over topics of the day. And I detected a that that Rob was seemed a little down when he was on this morning. <laughs> you know, he kept rubbing his eyes. His hair wasn't quite in place as it normally is. <laughs> You know, and I'm thinking. I didn't put Rob, my toupee on yet. No, right. Rob, are you okay? Is everything all right? I mean, you, yeah. you seemed a little solemn this morning, and yeah. I just wanted to make sure Barrett didn't do anything to offend you. Barrett yelled at me, and I, I'm, I'm, I can't. Oh I don't no, I didn't. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I, I, I couldn't even. I'm, I'm sitting there listening to you guys. I'm trying to say something, and I didn't, I didn't turn on my lights on. So I guess you guys, you guys saw my head doing this. I was actually talking, you know, because we were going through the pre-show meet. I was actually talking, I'm like. These guys aren't even listening to me. I thought you were talking to you. I saying. swear. I thought you were talking to somebody at your house. Like I thought no, you were talking to your house. Exactly. That's what I thought. Exactly. That's, that's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to give topics. I'm trying to give you guys people to talk to. No, so what I everything. thought was you didn't want us to hear what you were saying, so you had it muted and you're blah, 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 and, we're, and we're just like jabbering on among ourselves. And then you're like, You guys hear me, man? I'm like, come on, guys, don't do me like that, man. It's too right, wow. Two weeks and two hour existence, and we've already borrowed Barrett. That's right. That's hey. right. No, and and Barrett's got a big day coming up. We'll just just saying. Hey, oh, that's hey. right. And he's got a charter, and me and my son and my son-in-law and his dad are coming out I on the know. charter. I'm bummed I can't go, man. I got to work, but it's all good. It's all but, good. I'll be there in spirit. I just want to put it out there right now. Yes. That um, uh, Barrett has been trying to get me for years, and uh, uh -oh. if I if I do not return, <laughs> I, I hope all of our faithful followers on. Um, you know, a sports take, as well as family members and witnesses on the boat, do a complete search and try to find my body at the bottom of the ocean, because he's talking about going like 20, 25 miles out. And I've already told Barrett many, many times, um, Barrett, if you can't see land, I ain't going. I'm not going. Anything beyond a five mile radius, I'm not going. Is that but your I'm rule of thumb all the time? Yes. I don't okay. want to go out the ocean that far. You know, my son, my son-in-law goes out 40, 50, 60 miles, catches two, and I'm like, hey, just bring me bring me a steak. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, that's, you know, that's when you're in the shark's house. But see, yeah, I, see right. the shark, remember that the shark's house. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, but see, here, here's a problem. Yep. You know, I'm not, you know, and people know me, I'm not a fearful person. I, I don't I don't fear much of anything except my wife sometimes. You know, yes. that's another story. <laughs> but I've watched too many movies, man. I've watched yeah. Jaws like 150 times. Yep. I've seen that movie, The Meg. That, um, every time I saw you talk about the Meg, man, you saw the yes. Meg. The Meg is bigger than your boat. I'm like, yes, but come on, Derek, they're not gonna. They don't want but, us, dude. There's fish in the ocean bigger than than 50 foot boats. Okay, yeah. So my theory is, I'm the guy who's gonna be on that boat when all of a sudden that rainstorm comes from out of nowhere. The seas start swelling to 18 to 20 feet. We capsize and I'm in deep trouble, you know. Mm. Um, so I, I need to be at least within a five. When I go in the ocean with the family, I don't even go above my knees anymore. All these stories up and down the East Coast about shark attacks now and stuff. Uh -uh. See, look, uh -uh. look at D Train. D Train says what? sharks actually spend more time closer to the shore because that's where all the little fish are. So they're going to go where see? the fish are. See, see, see. So the closer you are, the more likely you are to, to, to be around sharks. To get like bit. I, right. Real talk. 
a lot of the times when you see um you see dolphin and stuff, you know, yes. out in the water. Yes. That's usually, you know, once those dolphins disappear, it usually means the sharks are coming. Yes. So you should get out the water when you see, uh, when you see the dolphins yes. leave. All hey, right. look, from Florida to Maine, they talk about how because the water currents have changed so much um, that, that sharks are moving closer and closer into shore. Yep. And every year you talk about more devastating shark attacks on kids and adults. So my theory is if the water's above my knees when I get in the ocean, I'm, I'm in too deep. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> well, see, I don't you know? go to like beaches. I don't I don't do right. beaches unless I'm going out and I'm fishing on the beach. And you know, <clears throat> that's the only time I really do go. And that's probably the most dangerous time because you got the fish guts and everything on you. Yeah, blood <clears throat> in the water and stuff. Yeah. Yep. So Rob, I go you, out, you, you, get yeah. the rod as far as I can out there, then I walk on back to the shore. This has been educational. I, I'm afraid yeah. to even go swimming now. I can't I, I can't I don't think I'm going to the beach. <laughs> do you go to beach much, Rob? Um let me put it to you this way. I have to do the beach in very small doses, as you can see. As you can see. As you can see. Like, hey, what's up, little brothers of Rod? We were doing a show and oh. Rod, he went he went out to uh he went out somewhere like uh Wildwood or something. He came mm -hmm. back like Rob. Yeah, man. It's you, not you, good. You're 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 an unusual you're unusual red this this year. Not tan, but you're your unusual red this yeah. time. Yeah. No, it's it's like I go, first of all, I put on like a hundred SPF. Right. Then I got to be like under a tent or some kind of giant umbrella. <laughs> then it, it's bad, dude. So last year we were on vacation and I had like flip flops on as I'm walking around and I took care of every, every part of my body except my feet, which is a cardinal sin. <laughs> dude, my feet. Okay. were like, pum, 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 pum. they were so swollen. I couldn't even walk. I couldn't even walk. We're on vacation and we're sightseeing. And I, I'm hobbling around, you know, like it was bad, man. It was just, let me tell you, it was, I look like Fred Sanford for like our older audience. Damn. How he used to walk. Okay. So, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. yeah, no. And it was like, it was ridiculous because it was like in stripes on my feet where the burn marks were. <laughs> so then we're the second we get back to our place, I'm, I'm soaking my feet in a bucket in vinegar just to try and uh, it was, it's bad, dude. So but to answer your question in a really yes. long roundabout yeah. way, Barrett, I do it, it like my wife and kids can sit on the beach for eight hours. And they're fine. Like it's not. Right. Yeah. I get torched. Uh, it's like I'm like dropping bacon into into a pan. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Trust me, man. It's not. It's not good. It's not good. It's See, not I love going to the beach and sitting on the beach. I can't sit still. You know, people I go with, even my family, they can sit. They can sit in a chair under an umbrella on the beach for hours. Yes. I got to get up. I got to walk to the boardwalk. I got to do something. I just can't sit still. Yeah, you know, when I'm, I'm hot, I'll bacon. go out. Go up knee deep in the water, take water, splash it all over me. I'm good. Get back in my yeah. chair, dry out. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'm but the same way. I don't see, know how people do, do it, man. How do they either, just man. sit there? I don't, I don't get, get it. it. Yeah, see, I gotta I throw a football around, or I gotta be moving, or see, I fall I, asleep. I, I can't go to Jersey beaches. Jersey beaches want to charge you to sit sit on a beach. So, oh really? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no. Heck, I, I don't go to everything. That's not. I go to I go Wildwood usually, and that you don't they don't charge you. No, so, but usually you got to pay for the beach. You got to pay for the park. Even in Wildwood, you got to pay yeah. for the parking. You do it to pay for parking. You do. So my oh, yeah, boat is in Wildwood. Yeah. My boat yeah. is in Wildwood, and it's like maybe seven blocks from um from the boardwalk. Yep. 
Yeah. And yeah. like my kids, they'll go up there and they'll stay in the boat, but they'll go down to um, the boardwalk. And they, you know, they say, man, it's the best thing we could have done is gotten a boat because to get a shore hustle costs you about a million dollars. Number one, I ain't got a million dollars. Right. D-Gun, right. you can afford it. Uh-huh. But then. What? I live in a one-bedroom bungalow, man. <laughs> right, right, right. But um, when you go down there, parking is like, you know, it used to be like $20, $30. It's like right. 40 bucks now. No, it's the park what? for a couple hours. What? Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, it has gotten crazy, man. It, it's gotten crazy. Like, I. Now that the kids are a little bit older, I probably don't do it as much. But you know how it is when you have yep. kids and you're lugging that that. Oh yeah, man. They yeah, we get stuff pulling everything. Yeah. Yeah, you get stuff piled yeah. up here with chairs. Yes. It's like uh, you know, and, and a bag full of you know either food and sunflower. Yep. Yeah, it's like. Oh, and it's, and, it's and the worst thing, and the worst is they go lollygagging lollygagging off in front of you to try to find a spot. You lugging coolers, oh, four yeah. or five chairs, and when you get there, the first thing they say is. Why are you mad? What? <laughs> I'm hot. I'm tired. Yeah. You see, don't People think about are... Wildwood beaches. Yeah. It's free, but you got to walk a country mile to get to the water. Yes. yes. Oh, heck no. No. Yeah. See, Delaware. It's a country mile, man. See, Delaware, you do a circle around, you find you a lot. Now you get these your quarter lots, you know, and you drive. Yeah, I just take a big bag of quarters, man, just in case uh-huh. somebody want to try to jack you up. I hit yep. them with the bag of quarters and run. But the quarters basically <laughs> are for them. To, or we do have parking lots where they charge. You get that. Uh, you use that app called uh, Park Meter up, meter up, yeah, or something, something like that. Like yeah. that. You can use it anywhere yep. in the country. Yeah. And yeah, four or five hours. I'm like, oh man, ten bucks, twelve bucks. That ain't bad. Right. No, that's right. a good. That's a real good. Yeah, but yeah. still, though, I mean, you you literally have to walk in hot sand. Oh yeah. No lie. This is no lie. Probably about about two hundred feet, three hundred feet. Yeah, what? Yeah. No, no Barrett's, right. Barrett's right. I mean, it's, it's a nice thing that wagon. Wildwood. Yeah, it's a good thing that Wildwood has a lot of beach. But mm-hmm. the bad part is that I, here's my other issue, guys. Yeah, the bottom of my feet are like a baby's bottom. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they are the most. Like I am, I'm never in bare feet. Yeah. I don't. I'm not in bare feet around the house. I, I, I'm not in bare feet walking out on my deck because if there's a feather, I feel it underneath my foot. Hey, look, so, <laughs> so I have to be in like slides or like. I, you That's know, me, like, brother. That's I, me. I, if I walk on a hot sand, oh my god, I'm like yeah. running, like ah. Yeah. See, my big, my biggest yeah. problem is my feet are flat as a table, right? Right. So anything I, any, you know, most people with an arch, you step on something, you keep going. I step yes. on anything, but like, oh, ow, ooh, yeah. oh, no, yes. yeah. you know, oh, and any, any little shell, oh my yes. god, dude, yes, yes man, dude. I went to See, Puerto Rico, man. Is all the beaches in Puerto Rico where I was? Not saying all the beaches, but where I was was all like rocks. It was sandy rocks. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so I was out there. I was like. That hurts, man. That hurts. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. Well, see, my this guy here on the, on the chat section, M. Reyes. Boats have weather system, man. I see. Yeah, yeah, they do, and they fail. See, that's why I'm going 30, 40 miles out. Every year, you hear about some boat capsizing somewhere up and down the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean. Yeah, weather systems fail, and you do have these sudden storms that just coming out of nowhere. If you're 40 miles offshore, you're not out running it back to shore. So, and then who's the other guy here talking about? Uh, what, what do you say here? Sharks are definitely not going to bother you when you're fishing out there. Yeah, okay. You go ahead and start chumming the water with bait and stuff and see if any sharks want to come in and sniff and see what's going on around there. And uh, guys, another guy says, yeah, sharks will definitely attack you in knee-deep water. Yes, they will. But the probability <laughs> of them getting me is slimming now because I can see the fin coming 
quick enough where I can take 20 steps and get out of the water before he can get me. I got this all planned out, man. Mm. I'm the most boring person to go to a beach with. My, my wife, there was a time my wife used to go like a mile. She'd be out there swimming with dolphins. She could grab a dolphin's fin. She doesn't do that anymore since all these shark stories start happening. She's like <laughs> me now. She ain't going out farther than her knees anymore, man. My, do- yeah, my wife's a great swimmer. But they tracked this one. They tracked this one female shark, a uh, great white. Yeah, every Mary, year. Mary. Comes, yep. <clears throat> yep. You can you can look at the reports. She comes up. She's <clears throat> she swims by my um. You know where my boat is. She swims Ooh. by there. Yeah. See. Yep. And into the you know into the you know and people go crabbing out. You know like the little inlet where we're, where we're at. Yeah. Schooner Island. Talking about Schooner Island. They go. She she swims up in there. And Ooh. you know Ooh. she's all up in that area. Yeah. Yes. You know around the boat. You know go. It's it's, bro. Sharks, you can't go to the shark's house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you know? Did you know? Did you? I'm glad you brought that up about Mary the shark. She has her own Twitter page. Yep. You know yep. where you track her? You can track her on Twitter, and she got like what thirty, forty thousand followers. Yep. Something like that. I'm like, are you kidding me? So, but, right, it's, we'll but it's great. We'll eventually get this. We'll, we'll eventually get to get back to sports, man. <laughs> no, no, this is fun, man. You know, see, we, yeah. See, people understand we're here to talk sports. But it's great to talk about a personal stuff too, man. We're yeah, more right, than right, just right. We're, we're more yeah. than just sports people. We're people too. We yes. have issues. We yes. have other hobbies. You know. Yes. In Rob's case, is you know making sure the hair is perfect. In put, my put, case, put the rug making, on and make sure it's yeah. good to go. Yeah. My <laughs> case is making sure that you know gravity doesn't take its toll any more than it has in my lifetime. <laughs> Trust me, man. I hear you. I hear I'm follically you. challenged, bro. I mean, I'm well, not lying to you. Hey, hey, look, maybe maybe one of the reasons is we're we're still trying to like dive out of the depression of the Sixers game last night, which was no Ooh. surprise, right? I mean, Ooh. really, Ooh. not a surprise. I, uh, I got a different take on it, man. All right, what do you know? think? Go ahead. I, 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 I hear everybody bitching about it, man, but I, I'm I'm talking about a team without their best player, and I'm all going to say that you know that we do not have another superstar. Um, I don't see Harden as a superstar, not anymore. Nope. So I'm saying we're out, we're we're not our superstar, and we got a bunch of role players. I think stepped up for three for three quarters. They they stepped up. To me, they fought with the heart of a champion. Yeah. We all yep. knew uh, DJ. Uh, that's that that what they want to call him, not DJ. That's we all knew also. DJ. Yeah. We all knew he wasn't coming, and, and to do anything, and he didn't do anything. In fact, he hurt us more so than anything when he was in there. It wasn't until he came out that you know we started getting back into the game. But you know, we 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 expect that was our expectations. So it's going to be to me. It's like, it's like this. All right, when our superstar comes back, that's going to be a jolt we need to go out there and play. You know, a, a lot better basketball. But at this point, I like what Harris did. He really stepped up. Say what you want to say. He was our superstar. Um, you know, he's been a superstar in these playoffs. Period. But he stepped up. Um, we got an okay ever out of Maxi. But you know, Harden just is doing nothing. I mean, he tried to drive to the hole. He got a couple of fouls in the third, you know, in the third. But he's just oh, so underwhelming to me right now. Yeah, I, I let, let's start with the all right, positive Harris. I agree with you. He, I thought he was great last night. I thought yep. he was really good in the Toronto series, and I thought he was great last night. He really kept him afloat, man. And he he was big time, and he took it on his show. He knew it too. He had to step up. Harris played awesome. Yeah, you're right. Maxi was decent. Jack had a couple early threes in the shot clock. wasn't great, but I thought all in all, he did what he could do. Harden's not that guy anymore. And nope. I don't, I've told you guys, as I've been saying it since we started a couple of weeks back, I don't want him resigned. I don't want him back at all. Right, he's right. not, he's a shell of himself. And yeah, I, I mean, look, is he, is he a good distributor at this point in his career? 
Sure. But he's not a $50 million player, which is, you know, the a ridiculous sum of, of probably what he's going to get. He's nowhere near that guy anymore. He can't score like he used to be able to. He doesn't have the burst. All he does is complain about not getting calls, you know, and he falls back on that crutch all the time. And that's just going to drive them even further. Exactly. Not getting the calls. You know, it drives the, the refs are like, dude, enough. Like, you know, and look, they, they missed one last night. He was shooting a three and they got him on the arm. But other than that, most of them, he got bailed out a couple times when it looked like it was either an offensive foul or a no foul. He's just not that guy. And yeah, Barrett, I agree. I thought, I, I think I tweeted out, they played a ballsy first half. And I yep. think they did. I really do. The, the fact that they had a lead with the way that game started, but eventually, man, the dam burst and they just don't have the firepower. When Danny Green and Yang don't show up at all, and Yang was was literally a donut from the floor last night, it kills them. They got to hit those shots. They were decent looks. De- you and know, that's it. Very the, the, I mean, decent looks, very good looks. And I just didn't think we capitalized on on those looks. Yeah. Um the the game unfolded exactly as I anticipated. You know, Miami came out jacked up, home crowd, which was shocking that the place didn't look like it was filled, which it's is not shocking, which is That's embarrassing. Which is yeah. embarrassing for Miami. Uh, but they came out, they took it to the 76ers. I said, here we go. You know, and the Sixers weathered the storm. They settled in. Halftime, they're leading by one point. They come out, score the first four points of the third quarter. They're leading by five. I'm thinking, okay, we got a ball game now. But this Miami team, it's like a light switch goes on and off. And when that light switch goes on, it's like they're all over all over the court, swarming defense. You know, in the series against Atlanta, they forced the Hawks to commit an average of 14 turnovers a game. Last night, the Sixers had 15 turnovers. You know, you're not going to beat the Miami Heat turning the ball over 15 times. And what did the Sixers shoot like? 17 percent oh. from beyond the arc it, it was horrible actually i have it i, I wrote I, I wrote it down they it was so so unbelievably bad so sixers last night shooting six of 34 from three yep. at 17.6 percent yep. is what they shot now miami didn't shoot it well either no no you know had they shot it a little bit better they would have run them out of the building what killed them was their shooting was terrible. They got out rebounded 47 37 miami had 15 offensive rebounds man. Yep. You, you give them that many second chances, you're doomed. They, and the points in the paint, they, 52 to 46, you know, all these things. And Gunner, the, the turnovers are dead on. Just spell disaster in a playoff game. You know, the, the two teams combined shot 15 of 70 Oof. from beyond the arc. Yeah. So neither team was hitting the shots. The difference is Miami's defense. They took the lane away from Harden. Mm-hmm. You know, Harden, again, once again, Harden's not getting those – theatrical calls that he's accustomed to getting when he drives the paint. He got one or two, but he's not. And they're swiping the ball again. Yep. Miami's watching the film. They're swiping the ball with hard, hard penetrates. Now he Miami, brings it over to his left. So yeah. He brings it over to his left. Mm-hmm. They swap it out. Mm-hmm. Now we'll say this. Miami does not have a player on their team that can stay with Maxi one-on-one. That kid takes off. It's like a lightning bolt going in the hole. So, you know, he was getting his points. Then all of a sudden they shut him off. Mm-hmm. And then what did you have? Other than Tobias, what did you have? Nothing. You had nothing, and you had nobody to stop out of bio. I mean, he was eight for ten from the floor. He was doing whatever he wanted. I, I mean, whatever. It, it's it's it. The, here's the, the it's a brutal combination at center right now because DeAndre Jordan couldn't be more cooked, right? Oh and my I, goodness! I, I, I don't even fault him. He should have never been brought in here, right? So you have that, and you have Paul Reed, who's got a skill set, but he can't stay out of his own way. There's no, a foul no. every second, and so you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And you know, and, and Doc is. 
you know, Doc's gonna gonna dig in even further with DeAndre Jordan after the game, whether whether we like it or not, according to him. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a bad situation at center for them. And what uh, is that about? Doc, he, man, he just keeps on he, he does not like this town, Barrett. He he can he can lie and the, the organization can lie all they want. He resents this place. He, he first of all he reads. Well, no, wait, well, why would you say that? Why would you say that he because hates of Phil? his attitude? Because of his attitude. Okay. Derek, he's condescending. Last year he told us all. We didn't know anything about Ben Simmons. Ben, we should treasure him when we all saw what it was and the limitations of the guy. And then he does an about face. He told us all he was going to play Paul Reed. And then he does an about face on that with Paul Reed. Like, we know a little bit more than you think. I know he thinks he knows it all, but we know a little bit more than he thinks we know. I'm not telling you the fans can go out and coach the team. Doc knows more than and anybody else as far as the game. He played the game. He coached the game. But the notion that people like he has this condescension and this smugness to him that I don't get. Like you signed up to come here, dude. If you right. hate it so much, right. go somewhere else. Rob, Rob. Yes. Do Derek. I detect? Do I detect that as a native Philadelphian, you're taking this personal? This has really gotten under your skin. I'm not used to seeing this side of you, Rob. He gets under it, my skin. This he is does. so. This is per, it's not just business. Well, this is personal. I, what I don't get is. Whether you like it or not, what, like what does that mean? Who likes DeAndre Jordan being out there? Whether we he, like he said, it, or... then he said the guys, the guys, uh, you know, the, you know, I asked the guy, the guys want him on the court. The guys, yeah. and I, no, it's, the guys aren't coaching the team. The guys aren't going to, the guys are going to get you fired, right? You know what I'm saying? That's what the guys yeah. are going to do. I've, I've never had a coach say, "Well, that you know, these guys wanted him to play, so so I played him, and we're going to keep playing him as long as they want him to play." <clears throat> Well, right. as long as you want to go home early, you keep doing what the guys are telling you to do. Come on, man! The guys want to win. They want to. They want the winning combination out on the court. Yeah. Not it, with. It, come on. Let I, and, I, and look, I think he's in an awful spot without Embiid because when they had to trade Andre Drummond in the Simmons deal, you lost, uh, you know, a serviceable backup center. You, you, they have nothing. Daryl Moore didn't do him any favors bringing in DeAndre Jordan, and I don't know how right. much Doc had to had to do with that. Whatever. And and like I said, I think Paul Reed, if he ever figures out he can't be committing fouls all the time can be a decent, you know, backup center. They don't have it right now. I'm not faulting him, Derek, for that. Believe me, I'm not. Right, but right. there's, there's always a little bit of ad. Like when, when they're questioning about something, would you ask pop that question? Like you're not Greg Popovich, man. So we're asking <laughs> you that question. Like that, that's what it, you wow. just like, him because he, because wow. he played at Marquette. This is what people don't realize. There's a Milwaukee hold up, tie hold up. to hold this up. whole thing. He played at Marquette and Derek likes him. Yes. Well, you know, t- by the way, Tyler Heroes from the great city of Greenfield, Wisconsin, uh, which is only 15 minutes from Milwaukee. Oh, by the way, my hometown. But no, that has nothing to do with it because I have issues with Doc as well. Mm-hmm. He drives me nuts with some of his comments and some of his 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 strategy and, or lack thereof in a game. No, 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 Rob, don't twist it. This is about you being personally hurt by Doc Rivers talking down to the Philadelphia I, I do find it. I, I don't think it. it's, I it's a it, weird Rob. strategy, yeah. man. Like they pay your salary. Right. Right. And it's that's a the, weird, right there. That's, you know, that's the big part. Yeah. And I've never been one who says, Hey, you should coach because of what the fans say. I'm not, I'm not telling you that by any stretch because buddy Ryan's old line is you start listening to the fans. You'll be sitting with them watching the game. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but you don't, you don't need to put the little digs in there. Like whether you like it or not. I mean, really dude, whether okay, you like well, it or not. All right. Well, Big Daddy L. Rob here says, I'd rather have Doc's condescending rant than Brett Brown quoting Shakespeare. Well, so neither one's got the second round. So I don't know what the difference is. Now, you know what, though? 
I do think um, Doc is condescending in a lot of ways, but I will yeah. say this. He gives you material to talk about, whether you're on sports talk, you know, radio, whether you're on sports TV or, in our case, Jacob Media Sports mm -hmm. YouTube channel. He gives you ammunition to, to play with. And, and, and that's obviously from a native Philadelphian, um, ammunition that gets under his skin and right to the core of his ever his, his existence. Look at um, look at his look at his face, Barrett. Look, Barrett. I, I think there's. I'd could, rather have some different ammunition. This right. stuff's going to get me get me you know killed in war. The kind of ammunition Doc's giving me. Okay. I, I, I want tell, something look, else. Rob is not playing. Doc not Doc's like Doc's giving me a musket when I need you know like an Uzi. Okay. <laughs> That's what he's giving me. To steal a line from my friend and colleague Barrett Brooks, right now, Rob is hot as fish grease. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, that's I'm, why. That's exactly why I brought the topic up, and that's why I'm yeah. sending in that direction. Because I, I know Rob is the 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 Philly fan. He's the voice of the fan because he feels exactly what they're feeling. I yes. mean, from the highest of the high, you know, watching him. And working with him uh, when they when the Eagles won the Super Bowl from the lowest to the low, working with him on Breakfast on Broad, where none of our teams, none of them, not one team was doing well. We went through a two year stretch with Breakfast on Broad that we barely had anything good to talk about. No, it was I mean all negative. Yeah, Barrett, you're right. Literally, it was the worst stretch the four for four have ever had. It was the worst. It was the it was Chip Kelly at the end when it all just went to you know what it was. The Flyers being whatever, it was the Sixers in the in the heart of the process. Yep. It was the Phillies being totally irrelevant and bad after it was like the end of Chase Utley when they when those guys should have been traded long ago, right? Right, right. Dodgers. He yeah. blew his Achilles out, you know, during it, that time. Awful dude. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was bad. Anyway, not that not the big that, piece. Yes, yeah. Not that we're still harping on that, but it was bad. It was bad. Uh, by the way, how'd you how did your new show go, Barrett? Last it night? was amazing, man. Yes. Amazing, man. Birds Huddle. Um, it's gonna give you the same thing, you know that 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 you get from from me every day, man. It's just it's just talking about sports, and I and I talk not not as an analyst more so, but I, more so as a as a fan. The way the fan is gonna see it. So it, right. it was it was a it, it, great beginning to the show. It's good to have more um, a football show on um you know on NBC and just you know gives you it just gives you more than just you know X's and O's it gives you more than just a fan's perspective it gives you more than just you know what you want to hear it gives a little bit of betting in there also nice you know so I mean I, I mean I, I I'm, I'm I think I'm really going to enjoy this you know it's it's kind of the longs of my cohort you know what we had as far as quick slants but it's not as deep as quick slants I won't I'll, I'll never say there'll be a show as deep as quick slants because Quicksilence, they allowed us to really dig in and, and 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 come up conceptually with plays and stuff like that. So Quicksilence right. is another it's that's another being right there. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. That's what Quicksilence allowed us to do. You know, me and Derek, we really broke it down. And you know, he would point me in that direction. Also. What is that? Yeah, we used to get great guests on also. Exactly. So yeah, oh, a little yeah. different from that. But it's I mean it's, it's definitely gonna be a great show, I think. When you okay. watch it, you know, 6 o'clock, Monday through Friday on NBC Sports. It's, it's, Excellent. It's going to be a really good show, man. Good. And, good. and plus all good. the stuff I'm going to bring from this show. 
I'm going right. to pirate it from this show. <laughs> you guys give me plenty of ammunition. Yeah, well, that's, why, of ammunition. that's why we're here, just to provide Barrett with content, man. All <laughs> Not right, me. So, I'm just a peace-loving man. Yes, you are. You, you stir. You're a hot stir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me? You're like me? Bob Marley. Stir it up. That's what you're doing, man. <laughs> All right, that's, so let's that's do, wrong on so many levels. <laughs> let's do this. Uh, let's get a quickie, and we, we'll, we'll make it a short timeout. We come back, we'll uh, we'll dive a little bit more into the Eagles because AJ Brown had his press conference yesterday. He had some interesting things to say regarding his best friend, Jalen Hurts. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk a little Howie Roseman, and the Eagles make a couple of moves. One interesting, and Derek, I want to tie it into something that you said yesterday. One of the mm-hmm. Eagles moves. So we'll do that when we get back as well. Barrett Brooks, D Gun, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Media, YouTube Network. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on X-News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org gala. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the Cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
Happy Tuesday, Sports Take. Rob Ellis, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Jacob Media, YouTube Network. And by the way, if, if you had, if you haven't consumed any of it, um, we had a monster weekend with our draft coverage. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, into Sunday. Uh, just go to our YouTube network. You can check all that stuff out, podcast, etc. It, it is worth the watch. Trust me when I tell you. By the way, if this, we've had kind of a weird day so far, as if this day hasn't gotten weirder. There is a bear on the loose in Delco. There's a bear on the loose in Delaware what? County. And if you're familiar with Delaware County, most of it is not exactly bear territory. It's, you know, very condensed, you know, housing and streets and, you know, whatever. A bear. Um, there's a bear in the in the Clifton Heights uh, area of Delaware County, somewhere around there, which is very, very strange. So I'm not quite you know, next to Clifton Heights, not too far. So if you hear some scratching <laughs> on the window, yeah, right next, I, to, right next to where say, I am. Don't you, you live right in Delco? Right over there. Yeah. Like right over above my shoulder over there, that way, that way. If you hear a bear and you see me take off, you'll know what's going on. So just tell me. Hey, this is becoming an <laughs> annual yeah, event. Is it, show. Yeah. Isn't, uh, doesn't this happen like every year now for like the last several years? Hasn't that uh, been the case? The bear's been in Delco area. There's, it's a weird, there's always some interesting stuff going on in Delaware County, Barry. Yes, yes. I don't understand it, man. I mean, bears. And I, you know, I, they told me there were bears in 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 Jersey, yeah, in Pennsylvania, but it's more so not where houses are, bro. Like, yeah, maybe up in the Poconos, I see a bear or something mm -hmm. like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But never like around here. And they said there's bears that are around. That's crazy to me. Either that or it's just a really hairy guy. I, I don't know which. It's, oh, jeez. Maybe it, I need to go move somewhere else if I see a bear. If I see a bear, literally, if I see a bear in my neighborhood, I'm moving immediately. I'm leaving. Yes. Uh, yeah, a bear is not my scene, man. We, we, that we, I'm with you. We will move on. That's one of the reasons. It's it's not always good being a land lover like I am. You know, you guys out <laughs> on sea, you're okay. You're, you're safe on that as far as that goes. All right, so uh, Eagles. Yesterday was interesting. We knew there was a friendship, right, between Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. So the, the, the backstory is it dates back to a recruiting trip at Bama. So I guess they're a year apart, those two, I think. I think A.J.'s a year older, whatever. But um, so Jalen, I think, had already either verbaled or committed to Bama, and he was trying to convince A.J. Brown to go there. A.J. eventually went to Ole Miss. So he, they didn't hook up, but they, they became friends during that time and stayed in touch all through college and now into the pros. In fact, last week, Jalen is at AJ's daughter's birthday party. And at one point, they go out and they're having a catch. They're, they're throwing together. And they're saying, man, would it be cool if we actually were teammates at some point? And Jalen says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in Howie's ear, man. I'm going to try and make this thing happen. And lo and behold... By Thursday, the following week, they're teammates. How crazy is that story? What do you mean how crazy? It's the same thing that happened here. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm talking to Joe Cross, you know what I'm saying, Jacob Media. <laughs> I say, hey, what about if I, you know, got you involved with, you know, with, with, with Derek and, you know, maybe even that Ellis kid. Yeah, yes. the Ellis guy. Yeah. What? He's like, do you really what? think that uh, they would come? I say, if you build it, they will come. Oh, and geez. what? Lo and behold, what do we have? Sports take. Yeah, sports, sports take of dreams. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. About to, I'm about, dreams I'm and about nightmares. To throw up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Oh, it's getting deep. Get, get the, get the, what do they call the waiters? What do you call those things you guys wear? (laughs) Waiters. waiters, No, but that, you know, that's, that mean, that, that happens. I mean, that happens a lot of time. You know, you see guys trying to, um, you know, and B really didn't want James, but he wanted, uh, the guy from the wizards. So, I mean, you know, yeah, you, you, sometimes you can be your best advocate for your boy. And, And that's exactly what happened here with AJ. I think AJ would have taken less money to come here as opposed to, you know, staying with the Titans. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, and, and his work is, I think it's really going to work out with him. Just being that, you know, you got your boy out there catching routes for you. You're going to do a little bit above and beyond, you know, when making sure this guy is successful. You want, you want your guy to be successful. So you're going to make sure that he gets, a, you know, a lot more forgiving uh, um catches you know what i'm saying he's gonna go out there and make sure he gets the tough catch that you know Jalen might throw mm-hmm. so I mean, yeah i mean this this works out into the eagles favor yeah and look the bottom line is they just got a hell of a player whether those two are friends or not and it's great right, it's a nice right. little added bonus man but they got an an absolute stud in in aj brown and he you know he's going to be happy because he got paid uh you got him locked up for a number of years which is a great thing for this team that it's yep. it's sort of turning it over and getting younger you know gradually it wasn't you know just a hardcore shift but yeah i mean you're adding in a guy who is who who i think coming off of last year when he missed a couple of games and he didn't go over a thousand yards that's going to be highly highly motivated to put up big time numbers and i think he's going to i do i think this is a phenomenal move by the team well I like I, I I like the addition. It just opens up so much for this team, you know. And you know, I I, mean, I keep telling people when you when you look at this offense now, look at it from a defensive coordinator's perspective. When you look at this offense, now don't worry about what you know, um, you know Nick Sirianni is going to do or what you know how they you know how Hurts is going to do. When you look at the X and O's as a, as a defensive coordinator, you got to really define how you want to stop this offense. Because it used to be, all right, if you stop Jalen's running ability, you stop 90% of the offense. Well, now, and I think he is going to come in and, and, and play a lot more a lot more accurate in how he places the ball, just simply because he's probably going to change his technique a little bit. You know, uh, he's, he understands the offense more. He's been in the offense more than one year. And just the simple fact he has better players from an offensive standpoint. So if you're a defensive coordinator, you look, all right, how are you going to stop this offense? You got to stop the run. So you're going to bring down a safety. You got to allocate allocate resources to stop that, that running game. Mm-hmm. You bring that eight defender into the box. Well, now you're going to chance AJ or, or, or Smitty on the outside balling out. So then you roll the coverage either to Smitty's side or you roll the coverage to the Brown side. If you roll the coverage to the Brown side, now Smitty will have the one-on-one. But by the way, that means you're going to definitely have a linebacker or a safety on Goddard. Mm. I like that matchup all day. Mm. And oh, by the way, you do have a running back out there that can catch. You know, you look at, you know, any of the running backs back there that can catch and do something with the ball after the catch. So from a defensive coordinator standpoint, you mean you, 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 you likely you're, you're scared to death because you want to stop the run. But just so happens that the quarterback may have gotten a little better and can throw to those guys on the outside who gives him a legitimate intermediate game because Brown is not going to be a blazing player. He's going to be one of those guys. He's going to keep the sticks moving. Most of his catches were on third down. So you get the ball to him, you're going to keep the sticks moving, give you more an opportunity to to, um, to score, man. And to me, man, it just opens up so much from an offensive standpoint just by the defense having to pick 
and choose where they put people in order to stop them. If, if what we're hearing is true uh, from AJ, that Jalen went to the Eagles and said, hey, you got to bring this guy in here. And Howie Roseman was willing to give up the draft capital to, to make it happen. That tells me that this organization thinks more of Jalen Hurts than maybe we have been letting on. And not just us, da, da, da. But, people, mm. but people in general. You know, the comments have been out there forever. You know, they're not giving Jalen enough uh, weapons to work with, to get better with. Uh, they're setting him up to fail because he's not their guy. I think this is an indication that Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni are doing everything they can possibly do to help Jalen Hurts thrive here with the Philadelphia Eagles. Because if he plays significantly better in 2022, that helps them significantly in the the decision-making process as they move forward with outstanding draft capital in 2023. They still have two first-round draft picks. And depending on how well they they play, if they win a division again, they're going to be right in the middle of the pack again, 15, 18, 22 picking, which means if there are two or three outstanding quarterbacks in the draft, they may go in the top 10. But the Eagles don't have to jump to try to get up to get one of those quarterbacks because what they've hoped for in terms of Jalen improving his mechanics, his his knowledge of defenses, his ability to go through his progressions, his ability to stand in the pocket a little bit longer and not be like this, the scared rabbit coming out of the bush, stay back in that pocket, let things unfold. We've given you a weapon. His numbers are up. The wide receiver numbers are up. The team is better overall. That helps them in terms of deciding, okay, we can let X amount of money go, meaning certain players, i.e. a Fletcher Cox or whoever the case may be, and focus on another position we're going to need because we're going to lose X amount of players in free agency, number one, because we can't afford to pay them, or number two, we don't need them here anymore and we're moving in a different direction. So the the fact, if if that's true, that Jalen went to them and said, hey, kid, you got to get AJ in here, and the Eagles said, you know what, we're going to do what we can that tells me that they have him on a higher pedestal than we've given him credit for. Well, look, it's a really interesting observation. Go ahead, Barry. Also, you got to look at this aspect also. Howie Roseman is listening to people that matter. Howie Roseman listening to, to, to the, the coach and brings in a player that has the right. dog mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Pascal, Pascal he's not, he's not yeah. going to blow you away. But mm-hmm. that's who the coach wanted in his locker room. So they facilitated that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many guys they bring in for Doug that he wanted? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. He couldn't even pick his staff. Right. So they're listening. And look at the past two drafts. They listen to people that are influential. He's been listening to the offensive line coach, a la Dickerson. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. a la, you know, the the new center that they have here. Yeah. So he's listening to people other than himself. He's not thinking, all right, I'm not the the smartest guy in the room. Let me me go out to people who, who are directly affected by decisions that I make. To me, that's a step in the right direction from a from a from a from a talent observation standpoint that you know yep. we didn't see with him. And I think things are starting to go in a better direction. Now I'll be real pissed off if Andy Waddle goes ahead and you know he's a front runner for this job with the Steelers. With Pittsburgh. You can't stop progress. You can't yeah. they lost one executive to the Giants. They could lose Andy Weidel, um, yep. and that's a very distinct possibility. They could lose him to the Steelers. You know, that's a testament to the people, how he surrounded himself around. Yep. If other teams covet your people, that's a testament that you brought in the right people to help you no turn this thing around. So, yep. you know, so now the the, the 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 tougher job is going out and finding adequate replacements to replace those who helped you to get to this point. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, look, that, and that's always the challenge, right? It's a good problem to have if people want guys from your organization. That means right. you're doing something right, but right. dead on. I mean, you got to be able to, to replenish that. That's for sure. But yeah, I mean, Barrett, I think you're, I think you're right. And, and that's why, you know, what we've had guests on the last couple of days and even Thursday when we were doing the draft show, it feels to me like there's been a little bit of a philosophical move on Howie's part in a positive direction where yep. he is more welcoming to other people's opinions. And it's not just, Hey, I got this. And I think that's critical. I think maybe they learned something from the way that things were handled with Doug. Maybe they felt like, look, if we're going to bring Nick Sirianni in here, we've got to let him have a little bit more say in things. I'm not telling you that Sirianni was the, the one in the draft room saying, take this, take that. I'm not saying that, but if they're listening to him in terms of letting him pick his coaching staff a little bit more, if they're letting him or the players and how about listening to Jason Kelsey, you know, yep. trusting a guy who's been so good at that position and so good for the organization saying, Hey, look, when I go, this guy's as close a proximity to me as there is out there. Speaking of that gunner, you mentioned something yesterday and I want to tie this yep. into to something yep. else that happened yesterday. Wait, so wait, they actually said something that you, uh, it's, you were hold interested on. in? Let's mark it mark down. Mark this date and the time. <laughs> it's 12.52 on yeah. May 3rd. All right, Barrett, you got that marked? Derek and, I, and, actually, by, the, and, and yeah. by the way, May is the best month of the year. I'm just saying. Yeah, it is. Okay. I must say It's the best month of the year. Is, yes. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Birthdays, is that where we're going with this? Right. We expect uh, gifts, Rob. You cheat. I, uh, it's in the mail. What? <laughs> All right, so now I'm not now I'm not going to give you love for your point that you made. That's it. Oh, it. Please, please, Barrett, Rob, please. Barrett, no, ignore him. Yeah, right. you, uh, Rob, please, please, Rob. No, no you, you, you want to be nice. You want to be mean. That's it. No. Um, so Barrett, I thought this was interesting, Barrett. So Derek yesterday brings up a point when we were talking about Cam Jurgens, and we were talking about, hey, he's going to be Kelsey's successor, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff. But at one point, he kind of slid this in there, and I made it a point to, to circle back to it was – you thought that Jurgens could get on the field and play guard right away, like this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. A- and with her big going, this all of a sudden gets kind of interesting. And Barry, tell me what you think about this. Is Jurgens the starting right guard next year? Is is Sayamalu going to be a depth guy until Kelsey's ready, and then he moves over to center? But it, you get him out there right away, learning next to Kelsey. I know I they've invested too much money into say Amalo. I think it's more of a money situation. And plus, um, you look at um say Amalo's say Amalo's pretty yeah, I'm not telling you he's bad. Player. I'm not saying yeah. that. Right, he's right, a pretty right. good player. Right. Uh I don't think they force him in. Not not necessarily force him in, but they make him play because he's just because he's a draft pick. He might earn the job because he's so nasty, man. He's a nasty attitude. He has a nasty disposition. You want a guy like that. He's going out there and trying to punish people. Mm-hmm. And you watch film on him, he's trying to punish you. He's trying to whip you in every way he can. And he's finishing plays from the whistle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All the way to the whistle, he's still giving it to you. Now, he may just do that. But, you know, it, as far as him playing, he, he, he'd, have to, he'd have to go out there and, and, and really beat out two players. He would have to beat out Sayamalu. And he had to beat out Driscoll. Okay, those two guys are 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 are, are probably the, the the front runners for for taking over that 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 right guard position. Okay, so you got Jake Driscoll there, and you have Samalo. Now, I mean, to me, the both of those guys are interchangeable. You know, one and two. I mean, one A, one B. You know, I, I think those guys are right there. And, and um, they have they have crazy depth. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, you, you can afford. I know. I know it's a money thing. I think he was making like two point three four. But you let yeah, Irving he signed go. that tender. Yeah. He signed that tender and made himself. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, he got him cut just because he signed that tender. He'll compete to to start somewhere. I think he's oh, got yeah. ability. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're backups. Uh, Opeda. Uh, now yep. you throw you know Driscoll. You throw this Driscoll. kid Jurgens in there. Uh, yep. I'm, I know I'm missing Toth or uh, I'm missing somebody Brett else. Toth. Yeah, yep. but, but they have serious depth on this Dillard. offensive line. Dillard, right, Dillard. Well, well basically, right now, Sam Allen's a backup, technically. Yes. You know, what a, what a heck of a backup to have. You know, but, you know, I, I didn't say it was, it, it was you know, it was a given that Jurgens. No, no, I just, you, you just you know raised I mean? the possibility, but, yeah. You know, you know, and then they make the move to get rid of Herbig. I'm telling you, they want to get this kid on the field. And everything I read about this kid, he has the versatility to play, you know, guard and center. You know, and I know when they drafted him, everybody said, okay, here's – Here's Kelsey's replacement. Oh, no, no, mm-hmm. no. You know, what? one thing we know about Jeff Stoutland and his offensive line, he likes interchangeable parts. Yep. You know, except for Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson and Mylotta are your bookends at the tackle positions. When you go from guard to guard, you know, he likes those interchangeable parts, you know. Look how many different people can jump in if Kelsey goes down. How many teams have that luxury to be able to plug in two, three different guys and not miss a beat? Normally, we Mm-hmm. Yeah, three centers. So normally yep. when, when you look at teams and they lose their starting center, there's a significant drop-off to the next-tier guy, yep. and it shows in the continuity and the chemistry and the line play. You know, but with this team, you plug another guy in, the train keeps moving, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, kudos to, the, to how uh, Stoutland trains these guys up, coaches them up to be interchangeable parts like that, man, because, you know, that's a luxury this Eagles team has that most teams don't have in the National Football League. Gunner, it's, it's funny you say that because – Really, you just don't get that type of versatility. No, in an no, line, you know, no. Um, I like I say, my my career got elongated for what four more years simply because my versatility. I can play guard, center, and tackle. You know, what I'm saying I I started majority of my career at left tackle. Then I started doing right tackle. Then I learned all right. If I know every position on the field, I know the yeah. entire offense. From looking at it from everybody's perspective, like I'm a center, I gotta know I gotta make the calls. I'm a guard, I know I gotta work with my tackle. If I'm a tackle, yep. I know I gotta make sure that I see this blitz over here. You know, just everything. So it, it, it helped me out as my transition to being an old guy. I went from being an old guy to the crafty veteran who knows mm. everything. You know, knows the offense, knows the checks. I can audible for the for quarterback if I needed to. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't understand. Like when I got to the Steelers, and the second year when they drafted Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. I was with Big Ben when he before he was Big Ben. He was, you know, he first got in. I'm, I, I'm Mr. Brooks. You know, hey, Mr. Brooks, how you doing, Mrs. Brooks? You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, as we went along, especially during the time we was playing preseason games, because I was playing half with the starters and then half with the uh, backups. So I, I, I come in and, and and you know, and one of the guys that are older, like you know, Big Red, you know, Alan Fanica, you know, he's a he gold jacket guy. You know what I'm saying? Hall of Famer. They would put me in halfway through all the starters reps and I'd be playing for him. And then as the, you know, as the, all the rest of the starters come out, then I got, pl- I'll play with the, um with the, with the number twos. So big Ben comes in and it's a six man box and he wants to call a slant play. I mean, a, a, a pass is a slant play to the, um to the receiver. Well, he got it confused on slant. We had 15 slant, which is a run play. And then we had 362 slant, which is a pass play, you know, slant route. So he's calling 15 slant. I mean, uh, 62 slant. I mean, 362 slant. 36, I'm like, no, 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 no. You mean 15 slant. 15 slant. He hands it off to um, 
Willie Parker, who's also a rookie, he takes for 40 yards. Then we're in the second half. They got an eight-man box. And he said, 15 slant. No, 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 no. Now you, now you go to 362 slant, 362 slant, three-step drop. You throw it to Randall L. He takes for like 20 yards. We get in the meetings, and we're sitting in the meetings, and, and it just so happens that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's an offensive meeting, and we're sitting back there, and, and they come, that's a great check, Ben. So my, you know, my coach, you know, one of the original hogs, turns out said, um, hey, that's a good call, Catfish. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like he's so you know, he turns around like, good, good. That's a good call, Brooksy. Okay, Brooksy. You know what I'm saying? But he wanted to give the young guy the credit for it. Yeah, I called it for him, but still though, you know, he tried to build his confidence up. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of that stuff happens, man. But the more you can do, the more you can learn. And with Coach Stalin, that's why he have a problem moving Samalo anywhere. He'll move. Uh, you know, Jordan, he'll move in the right side and put Dillard in. Yeah. You got to be interchangeable. That's what's that's what's wrong with um my uh with uh with Dillard. Dillard can only play left tackle. They're trying to make him play right. left guard, but right. he just can't make a right-handed stance. He didn't feel comfortable with it. So they might put him in a guard. He might be a pretty good guard also. But right now he's strictly a left tackle. I'm actually <laughs> not I'm not upset they didn't get rid of him. I, I like having that kind of depth, man, if, if oh, one yeah. of the tackles goes oh, yeah. down. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. And, and look at happen. and look and look at how many of their guard center combinations they can also kick out to play tackle for them. Yep. And they don't do a bad job by the tackle. Mm-hmm. You know, people keep talking about whenever Lane Johnson gets to play, oh, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be abusive and all. You know, and in and, and a couple of guys they kicked out when he had to kick Drix Driscoll out there. There were a few plays he got beat. Hey, guess what? Every tackle gets beat in the National Football League. Right, right. Pro bowlers, Hall of Famers get beat in the National Football League. Well, I don't but, know. Well, there's one guy, you know, um, uh, what's who? his name? Played for uh, for Baltimore. Um, the tackle oh. from Baltimore. Yonder? What was his name? No, no. That was Orlando, Orlando? Wait, Orlando? No, um, no, no. Um, oh, my goodness. What is his name? Did he, First did round he just or two retire? from UCLA. Didn't he retire? Yeah, he retired. Oh. No, Yonder retired. I'm talking about what was his name? Um, I know you're talking about. You got drafted the same year. Ogden. Got, uh, Jonathan Ogden. Yeah. Jonathan yeah. Good, Ogden. Hey, good job. Chris just po- throw it up there. Thank too. you, Chris. Checks Chris, in the mail. We got, bro. We, we got you, Chris. I get you love. Great, great call. Appreciate it. Yep. Bro, I'm telling you, Jonathan Ogden, he never yeah. got beat, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen him, man. He, he could be half sleep and bam. He got this guy choking him, you know what I'm saying? He was just that good, man. Yeah. No. He was that good. I've never Absolutely. seen him get beat, bro. Never. Absolutely. But no, I, I thought, you know, it was enlightening listening to, to AJ Brown. And you, you got a guy who is excited to be, obviously, he got paid, but he also is excited to be here because he's got uh, Jalen. There were some some of our uh, folks on online. I appreciate listening. it. Yeah, absolutely. One of the one of the things that they they bring up is you know, um, do you concern yourself because those two are such good buddies that he's maybe going to try and force it to him, try and get him the ball? No. At, you know, I, I don't either. I, I think Jalen's no. too much of a professional, no. and it's he, too hard out there to do that kind of stuff anyway. He's good friends with Devonta Smith. He's good friends with AJ Brown. He has Dallas Goddard as a safety valve. No, he can't afford to favor anybody because as Barrett has talked about time and time again, every defensive coordinator is going to try to take one of those receivers out of a game. And that's when you have to go primarily to the other guy when you're not looking at your backs and you're tight end. So I don't think 
there will be any favoritism whatsoever from Jalen Hurst. Jalen Hurst is trying to sustain himself as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. He can't afford to have favorites and force passes in windows that aren't there. You know, he's got to do exactly what this offense calls for. Read your progressions, find the open man. You can't afford it. You know, when you've proven yourself as a starter in the National Football League, Tom Brady, the Aaron Rodgers, the Drew Breeses, you know, okay, you can you can take a few more chances. But this offense is structured to succeed in one way. That's to incorporate everybody in the offense. Now, granted, there are going to be some games where one guy's going to have the hot hand, the other ones are going to be left out, and vice versa. That's that's just the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like trying to just constantly honing in on one guy, you know how many defensive coordinators will pick up on that real quick? Can't happen, especially yeah. with Jalen Hurts. It cannot happen. Now, I look. I, I don't. I don't sweat that. I I don't think that would have been the case anyway. Even if you were an established quarterback, that you would do that. But I I don't see that in any way, shape, or form being an issue with Jalen Hurts. Too much of a pro, and it's too like you said, Gunner. It's too hard out there to begin with. There's too many things yeah. they're trying to take oh, away yeah. from you anyway, man. Whoever's open is going to get the ball. Just you know, fine. Yeah, fine. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's right. it in a nutshell. Yeah. All right. Let, let's let's uh. There's some interesting stuff going on in the NFL too, guys, which I want to hit. We'll do that when we get back at two o'clock. We're gonna be joined by our our buddy John McMullen, Birds three sixty five, each and every morning eight a.m. with Jody Mack. Uh, you catch him right here on Jacob Media YouTube Network. But he'll be joining us at two. Get John's insights. We haven't had a chance to talk to John uh, about the draft, so he'll be joining us when uh, coming up at two o'clock. But we'll keep rolling. We'll get it back to the Sixers too, and the Phillies. Phillies are back in action tonight against the Rangers. Got a shorty here, a two-game series. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. We appreciate all the comments. Keep them coming. Smash that like button. Sports Take, Rob Ellis, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Jacob Media, YouTube Network. on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on Ecton. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, 
IBEW Local 98 members with Back to Work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hour number two, Sports Day. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis with you on this Tuesday. As we inch closer to somebody's birthday, I'm not going to say. I appreciate everybody, man. Everybody on the stream, man. You know, Thursday. Yes. Go to Barrett. Yes, absolutely. He's turning 21. He can have an alcoholic beverage after the show. (laughs) Finally. If he so chooses. Get some of that stateside vodka. Yes, sir. Has that arrived? Maybe maybe that's coming on your birthday. I hope so. I hope so. Maybe before uh, he goes F1, you know, our guy. You know, Xander's going to an F1 um, event, man. That's oh, is like, that where he's going? I didn't yeah. know where he was going. That's our producer time, Xander. Man. Okay. That's Wait, what's what's an what, what's an F1 event? What? Race. What is that? You never? Oh, one of the, oh yeah, Formula One. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. You said F1. Hey, man, it's still early in the day, man. I'm, I'm, I'm catching up. <laughs> People catch don't realize Derek is a night owl. Yeah, he man. stays up literally three, four in the morning every yep. single night. No, no, seriously, every single night. Yeah, and I'm up, and I'm up by eight thirty, nine o'clock. You know, so you just don't need. You're just not someone who needs a lot of sleep. Yeah, you know, and 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 I guess I'm riding on borrowed time because according to the medical experts, the older you get, you know, you need to get more sleep. And if you don't get eight hours of sleep a night, you're taking like thirty minutes a year off your life. If that's the case, I got maybe one more year left. I hope you make it by to the end of the show. If that's the case, that's that's a possibility. As late as you stay up, but the the Barrett, the best is when we do our uh, our betting show odds on on CBS three. We do it during football season, so we get, we get in there about seven, right oh somewhere in that range, or I oh. do at least. No, I get there about seven thirty, bro. No, I ain't yeah, yeah. Lie to you. No, so but the you know so during football season, Gunner has to get up at like five thirty. You know Jeez. somewhere in that range, he is he he is. It's not exactly. Uh, in his wheelhouse, he's not a happy camper at that, oh, that time. No, of he's he's yeah. usually pissed. Then you know, you know, yes. why I know he's pissed because he'll call me at seven just to wake me up. I, hey, bro, I know you up now. <laughs> uh, why you do that, man? Yeah, why do why do you have to put me in your misery? Right, because, right, because, right. because he said he's an early riser. I just assumed he's up I on a Sunday. I never tough. said that in my life that I was an early riser. I ain't gonna oh, lie. Well, he's getting ready. He's getting ready for his pregame show at NBC Sports. I figured he's just up going over game notes and stuff. But you know what they say. Five thirty. He likes yeah. to but do you, it. Punish me. Yeah. But you know, then, what you know, say, when you assume, you know what they say when you assume. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he and as he drives by the plate, uh, drives by NBC, he waves to him and he texts me when he knows I'm on set. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> driving by. I know you're on a set by now, but I'm just driving by waving to you. <laughs> Is it? 
your wave or is it a full wave? What what is it? I don't I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, it, oh, it's a, it's like just a, a half-hearted wave, you know, like when oh. the president or the pope waves. You know, it's just one of these. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. That's all it is, bro. Like the queen. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly. What it means. So, the queen. Yep. But let's get back. I mean, let's. I, I want to talk a little bit about this F one racing, man. All right. How about how about he gets to go to this F one race down in Miami, to say the least, in Miami. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, how, no wonder he was happy. Time? No wonder right. he was happy this morning. We were on the, the meeting at eleven. Normally, yeah. he's cranky and you know, right, and short right, and, right, crying you know. and bitching. Hey, hey Xander, like, Xander, God, Xander, get on here, man. Hold up, Xander, get on here for oh, a second. Boy, yeah, hey, yeah, Xander's yeah. working, on, man. Xander. We're gonna. And Xander ain't doing nothing, man. He's sitting back there laughing at us. Right, right. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, well, you know, God, there he is. I won't be be here on Friday. I won't be here on Friday. And then I thought, oh, that's right. He's going up there to see F1 racing, you know, Max Verstappen. You know, Max Verstappen, he's he's two in points right now. They've only had one race. How do you know that? I love that stuff, man. You know, Um, there's a big F1 fan. Yeah, yeah. I love NASCAR. I'm a big NASCAR fan. No, I'm F1, man. Charles Leclerc from Ferrari. Yeah, that's who I like. He won the first, he won the first race. So, so, so you know, I like you Sergio get... Perez. No, he he and Verstappen gonna take it all, man. You know, Lewis Hamilton. I don't know. I'm trying to figure who's his um who's his running bait uh, right now with Mercedes. I don't know who's was. Oh, yeah, that's right, I George Russell. Yeah, George. George Russell. That's right because they kicked the other dude off. And he, yeah, he's he's fourth in points. Yeah, he's whooping up on uh, Hamilton. Wow, hey, Hamilton Xander, gets how, did, how did you get this dude? How did you get this kid? You, I mean, you. you uh, I know you have deep pockets. I've known that for a long time. I've known that. But nah, this I is mean, uh, our whole family really likes F1, and Krause got it. All of our birthdays are in May. My old, uh, the one too, sister bro. is June. You yeah, guys are all May. Oh, yeah, all baby. of you. Yeah, yeah my baby. whole family's May. My mom's like end of April. So wow. he was like, "We're all going to go down to F1." He told us a couple weeks ago. Nice. That That's awesome, time. dude. That's and look at Daniel, Daniel Ricardo, man. He's just a hanging everybody's him. butt, man. He thinks he's just all that. He's down. He's my least place. favorite, BB. Right. Me too. Yeah. Me too, man. Me too. So, so Zander, are, you take, but... are, you, are you taking a date with you? Or are you going to be surveying the scene? No, the, I work too much. <laughs> he guns always digging. He's always digging, man. Right. man, man he thinks too much. Hey, man. Hey, look, man. It's like inquiring, inquiring minds want to know, man. And we're family. We're just all family here. I hear you, brother. All right, I'm gonna get back off here. Get back to work. Hey, by the way, the Xander's show. always got the cool gear. He's always got the good swag, man. Right, right. Well, that's right, a sweet lid. Right. I like. Yeah, I told him Yo, earlier. That's I, a good that means, lid. That means we get lids too, right, bro? We yeah, but too? am I gonna have to drop it off to you? It's like, yeah. Man, what about my stateside for my birthday? Like, yeah, man. I'm giving oh, you, you guys to need me to deliver it to yeah, you. Yeah, turn Xander yes. into a delivery guy. I mean, that's all he does. I mean, Barrett, come on over, pick it up. I'll give. I'll even give you an extra case. Where do you live? Over yeah, get, at, uh, right outside, right north of Broad Street. Get, give the hey, address. Get out, out here. Right, right right here. Yeah. So I let's go see. to work every day, man. I got to go to work every yeah, day. So I got to go down by the me. stadium. Yeah, you're so, not that far from me. So let's see. They've been on the they've other side been, of Broad. They've been on Barrett Stateside Vodka forever. Um, now Xander says he's going to get us some sweet lids like that one right there. So last week after the draft show, Joe Krause gives me this beautiful black uh, windbreaker, Jacob Media on it, right? <laughs> I can't wait to get home and try this thing on. I take, I, I, I put it on. The sleeves are down to here. I'm like, what? <laughs> what I know I didn't shrink. Two X. Maybe at the back. I said, yo, you, Joe, what you trying to tell me, bro? I know I'm bigger than I used to, but I ain't, I ain't swell up like a bummer. The answer he gives me. It's whatever I got, man. <laughs> like this hat right here. 
This thing's too big on me, but hey, it works. That's sweet. You know, That's sweet. It works. That lid is like sweet, it. man. I like that. I like it. I'll get you guys and a couple. And it's All got right, the fitted. Xander, thanks, yeah, man. You got Go it. ahead, Xander. Xander, keep just so people know, Xander is the reason we're on the air clean every day, man. Xander yes. does our show for three hours. Yes. Then he does Dan Cilio's show behind us for three hours. He saw six consecutive hours. Then he does verse three sixty five in the morning as well. But see, see, Rob, he's young. See, he don't know what sleep is. He's young. He can do that stuff. Xander can go seventy two hours without any sleep. It's kind of like our fresh. our Sundays. It's kind of like our Sundays. Exactly. Yes. yes. Exactly. During football. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You got look. You got to do what you got to do. Now, do we do we need to know what that call was that, that you just took, Barrett? Yeah, it was actually a guy coming. Um, he has to wire my engine. I, I got it halfway done, and I had like four extra wires that I didn't know about. I'm like, what are these wires to? And I looked it up, and it doesn't really say what they are. So I needed a professional to come to trace where these other four wires go to. It's, it's two brown wires that are the same color brown, and I thought brown went to the um went to um you know spark get spark to the engine, but that's not it. And then, you know, I think it's the trim tabs or something like that, but I don't have trim tabs on it. So I don't know what they belong to. So I got to have a professional look at it, you know, so I have to say no mas and have to concede to somebody. Who oh, no, someone else is going to. Yeah, have to- man. What? I usually don't what? like that either. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And, you know, people don't like to go over other people's work either. Right. So, yeah. Right. Here we wow. Go. This is a tough one for you to be able to step back and just give that up to somebody else, man. And then I'm on and I'm on here with you guys. It's, it's, oh. it's tough, man. I, you know, what are you trying to say, to- man? What are you yes. saying? I'd rather be out there with my boat. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's like that. No, it's not like that, guys. Not even wow. three. Not even three wow. weeks wow. in, and we're getting we're getting wow. home. Yeah, guys. How it is? Yeah, okay. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, you know it isn't. Okay. But you know, hey, it is gonna be golf season, so I might miss a couple of days here and there because of golf, man. I have to do it, man, for for Jaws, man. Okay. Unless you know, unless. We could do the show from Jaws's events. I well, how are you going to do true. that if you're out on the course playing eight uh, around eight playing eighteen holes? Sure. How are you going to do there, that? Man. You know there. what we need to do, Derek? No, no, I, That's I the get case. That. What we had, we get Barrett mic'd up and somebody following him around with a camera, and we get to see him, you know, with his with his slice and his. Phone. You don't want to see that. It's you don't. You know. You don't it's want that. Straight comedy. Because straight because, comedy. Well, not only that, but um, the words that would come out, we would need to be on a fifteen second delay. At least Wait, we can curse here. We're all right. This is, yeah, we are. And I'm gonna tell yeah. you, if we uh, you, hey, talk about cursing. If yeah. we get Chris Long on this week, I'm gonna find out in a few hours if we get Chris Long on this week. Get the beat button ready, man, because Chris is like uncensored, no holes barred. You know, right. he, he's funny. Good. He's funny as heck. I've had him on my gun gun on one podcast. Yeah, and it's like you have the words boop boop boop. Yeah, <laughs> hey, but you you gotta let Chris roll, man, because you know Chris he just, when he talks. He, with passion, yeah. man. He he, it just strikes me as a fun dude. Like, I, he you know, is, I, man. You know, I've interviewed dude. him in locker rooms, and you can only do so much there. And he was always yeah. like affable and, and fun, and what you know, funny and whatever, and, and personable. But I get the impression he'd be a dude you want to have a beer with. You know, you want to go hang out with and just have some fun with. He'd be he'd be and, a good time. And, and now that he does his own show as well, um, dude, he just lets it all hang out, man. He says yeah. what he says. Um, and he don't care how he says it. You know, when I had him on gun on one, he goes, he's a D gun. It's okay if I curse on this show. And before I can say yes or no, man, he was boom. I'm like, all right, let it go. Like it. Let, let it go. fly. Let it, go. Yeah, let it, let fly, it fly, man. And he's you, unapologetic with it because that's who he is, man. Yeah, yeah he's authentic. When I yeah. um when I first started out doing games, and I told you I did a bunch of those um Oregon games with uh Matt Miller. Yeah, yeah. And um I can remember though, we were downstairs and I had just got there. I was just checking into the hotel, 
and or you know it's Oregon, they're in the same hotel. Wow. So Chris's brother played for Oregon. He played uh tackle for Kyle. Oregon. Yeah. Kyle Long um, played tackle yeah, for yeah. Oregon. He had just transferred from Florida State. Mm-hmm. So long story long, I you know, I go to my room, I come down steps, I'm about to get something to eat. And when I say long story long, the longs were in the um <laughs> in the lobby. Howie too, you got the whole Howie, Chris, okay. Okay. and Kyle are wrestling like his MMA, not I mean um um <laughs> WWE, oh, WWE, no, it was like yeah. old school WWF. That's how the, they were yeah. wrestling, and they were knocking over stuff, breaking stuff over. And of course, that we'll, we'll pay for all this. But it just looked like, you know, kids at the park, man. You talking about brotherly love, fatherly love, man. That's what you want to see: roughhousing with the family, man. That's this cool. is like going out on on, on Thanksgiving and playing football. Mm-hmm. You know, Thanksgiving football with the family. Well, that's the way they look, man. That I mean, talking about a great great uh family type of, they brought it right then and there i'm like man my brothers philip philip would probably use a bat on me or something you know what i'm saying <laughs> how about, would, how about hey, that's hit too you much with a chair bro. hit you with a chair it's right wrestling. right he's got to get you with a chair man. that's too much plan how, bro come on man. how about how about kyle long calling it a career in the prime of his career right yeah you know right. I, mean? He, I mean he was still in the that dude had at least 10 more years to play in the game he said you know what i'm done yeah, that's right, it. Right, I'm done, right, man. Right. I mean, you I have see, respect for that, man. You do see more of that now. I mean, I'm not not quite as short as Kyle, but you know, guys aren't playing beyond thirty, man. They they want to be no, able to. Heard no, a no. linebacker from um from um no two linebackers from from the 49ers. Just yep. one was from Wisconsin. Chris, uh, kid's yeah. name. He was a good linebacker too. Yeah, he, was. he quit he his did. he quit his rookie year. Yeah, well, that yep. was concussions. Yep. Yeah, but and no, Pat, for sure. Pat was it Pat Willis? He did the same thing. Yeah, Patrick Willis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. I mean, a great example is Megatron. He he yep. was thirty. I'm oh, done. I'm out. I'm out. I, you know, I, yeah, I but Megatron got tired of losing. But, well, he got tired of Detroit. <laughs> he got Barry tired Sanders. Of that, you know, Barry yeah. Sanders that could have had, yeah. had three at least good more. Bro, more. he'd have just stayed one more year out of play with him one year, man. But yeah. instead, he chose to. I'm like, I'm not gonna say that I, you know, it's because of me. He retired. You know, I don't want that guy blocking for me, but. I mean, he just had one year. I would have had loved to have one year to yeah. play with the greatest running back to ever play the game. But yeah. you know, I didn't. All I got was going to um, going to the Piggly Wiggly in Detroit the at what? two o'clock in the morning. What Piggly is that? Wiggly, we had those in Wisconsin, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wisconsin, Detroit, yes. they got those. They're the grocery they barbecue stores. joints. Oh, they're, they're no, 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 no. They're bur- uh, like burger. Yeah. Well, they, they had a restaurant also and a grocery yeah, yeah. store. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like you know, it's like a not a convenience store. That's what it was. Piggly right. Wiggly. It was, right. it was a wow. it was yeah, it was a restaurant over here. not a restaurant, but like a burger place over here, and it sold gas in a convenience store on the side. And of course, you know, the time my wife was pregnant, so I had to go get ice cream and you know stuff like that, or she wanted White a burger, Castle. So. pickles, yeah. <laughs> so I went there, yeah. And all the time, I mean, like four separate times, I would see, you know, Barry there, and you know, just sit there and chop it up, man, and he and and. You know, once he knew me the first, first time, it was like a short conversation. Hey, what's up? You know what's going on? Hey, you know, I, I see you playing. You're playing well. But then the next time I see him, we end up talking for like 30, 45 minutes each time after that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So he, real personable guy, real good guy. I said, man, so you just gave it up to go fishing, huh? He said, man, I'm going uh, – he said he's going right outside of um, Erie, Pennsylvania. He went to go fish up in Erie, Pennsylvania. One day I was sitting there. I was like, man, he said, yeah, man, I'm going steelhead fishing. Up in Erie, Pennsylvania, yeah. you know, so he's yeah. a, he's an avid fisherman. Avid I've fisherman. done that. I've done that. Steelhead fishing. Me too. Is the best. Me too. As you can see, I have a steelhead on the wall there. 
Right, 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 yeah. right. That's awesome fishing, man. I want to go walleye fishing, man. That's the next on my bucket list to go walleye fishing. That's so. where I caught the walleye there out of um, Lake Erie, out of Ohio. I can't remember the dock. We were out of Ohio and went out, man. We slew it. We slayed them that day. We got like 15 big walleye like that. That one's 11 pounds. That's crazy. And they said, yeah. man, that's it. I, I remember when we, when we went to Minnesota for the Super Bowl and we were at that restaurant, remember, and I got the walleye and they said, oh, man, walleye is like the freshwater lobster. I'm like, yeah, it okay. is. It is. Yeah, okay. I got that walleye. I'm like, yo. And it was free too. Like, yes. yo, get me another order, and I'm going to get one to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's on NBC. I got to have it. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good, man. That's good work out of you. Oh, did you guys oh, see man. the uh, – how surprised were you? DeAndre Hopkins, six-game PED suspension. Now, he's appealing well, it, but six-game PED suspension, that's a major blow, man. Well, to, kind of, the that's card. why they got Hollywood, huh? That's why they went and got Hollywood. Could be, Barrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, man, Hollywood is not – is not DeAndre. That, that's he was a, outlaw last year too. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. You know, um, you, you, go ahead, Bear. All I was, was going to say is, as a player, you're trying to get back. He wants to get back so bad, he probably compromised um, the means in which he did get back. You know, he mm-hmm. wants to get back to where he was so bad. Sometimes you might go and do something you know you shouldn't do to try to get back to where you used to be. You know, that's tough, man. It's tough. Um, I remember what's his name? Um, Dana Stubblefield. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Before HGH was a thing, Dana Stubblefield started using HGH because the year before he was defensive player of the year mm-hmm. using this HGH and they didn't know anything about it. So all of a sudden he got popped with it and he was the first person that they made an example with about using HGH as a performance enhancing drug. And HGH, mm-hmm. you know, basically same as steroids, you know, but they, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's produced by the body. No kidding. That's you know, it's, it's funny. We know there are a lot of athletes out there, not just football, baseball as well. Baseball has been big on steroids for years, but not as much in recent years as it was maybe 10, 12 years ago. We know some athletes will, will push the envelope, so to speak, and, and and do things. You know, it's like innocent until proven guilty. And football players, we know, have been jacked up on this stuff for a long time. I think in DeAndre Hopkins' case, I think it was honestly an accident. This is a guy who takes a holistic approach to life in terms of what he puts in his body. He's big on lean meats, fruits, nuts, berries, you know, stuff like that. You know, he's very meticulous about what he puts in his body. I think whatever happened in his case, it was an accident. Whatever he took, whatever he ingested. The thing that gets me, though, is why is this only coming out in May of 2022 when he tested in November? of 2021 it does not take that long to get the results why was it this oh i didn't know that oh yes this goes back from november of last year why is it just coming out now see that's Mm. that's that's what irks well what's your theory what's your conspiracy on that what like why would you? i I don't know i mean but but this happens in the league periodically i don't know why they sit on this stuff it is what it is we could have known in january he was going to be suspended you know for six games I don't know why it was just so well kept, you know, now uh, the fact that he's appealing it, you know, occasionally a player will win an appeal depending yep. on how strong his case cut is. Cut it to four. Yes, exactly. Or two even, you know, yep. uh, so depending on, you know, what his appeal is and, you know, who's representing him, how thorough they are could determine whether it's reduced from six uh, to two games, which would be huge for Arizona in terms of getting yep. him back on the field much sooner rather than later. But I just think this is a case and I don't know him. I've never met him. I just think, you know, just reading up on him about 
how he conducts his life uh, lifestyle. Very right. artistic about taking holistic approach to what he puts in his body. I think, and, and there have been documented cases where players have taken something in a supplement that was accidental that their trainer or nutritionist just overlooked, never thinking it would get detected in their system, which is cost. Yeah. Well, no, what was look- that? Um, what was that? One of the player that um that went to Mexico and ate some beef. Yes. And ended up being uh, um, yeah. tested positive because they yeah. used steroids. And, and I beef. think yeah. he ended up getting off. Like he he appealed yeah. it. And I yeah. think won. Yep, um, he did win. Yeah, that was crazy. You're right, Barrett. From that was the, like from te- from the Texas what four or five years ago, maybe. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, I know. It's it's you got to be yeah. so careful, man. And that's a that's a major. <laughs> think, Rob. think about the money he's losing. Somebody did a comp. If if um, Deshaun Watson gets six games this year, he'll lose like. I, I whatever it was like less than a million and DeAndre Hopkins is going to lose like 10 million. It's crazy. Right, right. Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. When I first got in the league, I started playing. I played with um, Bill Romanowski. Oof. I oh played with God. Bill Romanowski three years, oh, two or three years. The suitcase. I the never, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never seen him eat a meal besides lettuce, no dressing. You know what I'm saying? All what? he took was shakes and, all that time, even on the way trips, shakes and you know, and 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 and, and vitamins, stuff like that, uh, you know. Uh, and I remember, like I said, the first time, you know, I mean, all camp, all camp, all the rookie offensive players hated Bill Romanowski. Me, Fred McCrary, Kevin Bowie, Christy Jones, we hated him with the passion because he was just he was just a real tool, you know, most of the time. He was nuts, man. Right, right. Nasty. So we, Nasty. we go through practice, you know, he tapes his pass for practice. You only tape your pass for game. He was yeah. taping his pass for practice, you know what I'm saying, so you couldn't grab him in practice. Well, one time, you know, Fred McCurry just got tired of being tired, and he went up, and they were, you know, they were going, you know, nine on seven, and Freddie laid him out. Bow! And he got up, and he just jumped over Freddie and started swinging on him. And I came from the side and just wiped him out. <laughs> Boom! As soon as I wiped him out, there was rookies from the other side of the field. Freddie Solomon, Fred uh, Curry, everybody just ran. And we're just wearing him out, wearing him out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we hated him. And nobody even helped him. None of the other defensive players helped him. No Everybody kidding. sat back and watched him. That tells you right. something. That nobody came to his aid, Right. Man. So we, 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 we get off of him. So we go finish practice. Needs to say, you know what I'm saying, we never talk. But I remember our first game. And uh, I'm walking by. He said, "Hey, rookie, come here." I said, "Man, I don't need your BS, man. I got, you know, I I, I got to go out here, man. It's a preseason game. I play against Chris Dolman, dog. You know, yeah. Don't, don't mess with me. No, 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 no. Seriously, seriously. Come here. I got something for you. Come here. So I go up to him, and he he opens this box up, and he says, uh, he opens the suitcase, the briefcase up, and says, um, how do you want to play? So what do you mean, how do you want to play? Let me know how you want to play. I'm gonna give you some stuff that'll make you play like that. I said, okay, then. I want to play strong, fast, explosive." And I don't want to get tired. Sir, I got you. So he gives me a black pill, a white pill, and an orange pill. What? I take the pill. I'm walking back to the lock. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what? You're not ready for the black pill yet. Here, take this blue pill. Like it was, you know, like it's the Matrix or something. He gave me, I popped them pills. Needless to say, the play was on two. As soon as Rodney said, hut, I came off the ball, hit Chris Dolan. (laughs) Bam! Chris Dolan immediately walked off the field. Man, I'm not doing this as a rookie, man. I'm not doing this. He didn't play none of the rest of the game. I'll go back there. You know, from that point on, I was good. But I actually I actually didn't go to sleep. We played on Saturday. 
I did not go to sleep until Wednesday of the next week. Come on, man. I didn't go up, to sleep. You were up the whole time? I was up literally from after practice on Wednesday. Oh, my God. I went to bed, and I stayed asleep. Got up the next morning. They had to, you know, they had to wake me up, like physically wake me up. And I went to work, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I, I, I just... I was just up. I was just and I'm surprised my heart didn't explode, man. Jeez. And, and you figure he's doing that every day. He's taking right, some, right. Some but half of the that. stuff he gave me, you can't use that stuff that he had. Oh my! But God. if they'd have tested me, bro, I'd have been done. Oh, you know, I'd have been done. Yeah, but, this, you know, is before, it, this is before. This is a different. Yeah, it was a different league then. A different. Time, so, how, different so, so how many times did you take these pills? Oh, I never, I never trust them after that. Okay, I, I couldn't right. go to sleep, bro. That's I could not go crazy. to sleep, man. That's correct. Well, here's the funny wow. thing, the way we think of this, right? So even a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, guilty or not, whatever, we're just looking at it like, all right, when can he get back out on the field? And it's not going to impact his legacy, the way people look at him, the Hall of Fame, any of that, right? Wow. But if this right. was baseball, if this is baseball, people lose their mind. Oh, yeah. He should never be in the Hall of Fame. He's oh, done. Yeah. He's a cheater. Because I think my opinion, why it is that way, People look at football. It's such a gladiator and a warrior sport that dude, you got to do what you got to do to survive. Right. And if it takes that, all right, it takes that. And baseball, they just look at it completely differently, man, publicly. The public does, I'm saying. Well, know you know, that. look what the stream is saying. It's like Adderall, no dose. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. hey, Bender, bro, I, he might have gave me some cocaine, and my dumb self <laughs> went out and took it anyway. I don't know what he might have He might have gave me some, yeah. some, 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 some cocaine or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, Dude, I was, I was, I was just up. I couldn't go to sleep, man. I was just up. That's crazy, man. The, the, the closest, the closest I ever taken, it came to taking anything that would make my heart race was back. Oh, this is back in the early nineties. My wife and I, we were out in California visiting some family, and um, you know, we decided to take a day trip. We tooled around San Diego. We go up to La Jolla. So we get to La Jolla, and there's this beautiful, trendy little coffee shop. <laughs> that sits in this plaza right on the corner of this street there. So she, my wife loves coffee, loves to try different coffees. So we go in and she, you should try this espresso. Now I'm not a big coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. My wife is a connoisseur of different coffees. We have four or five different coffee pots d- stations in our house. Okay. That's how much coffee we have in the house. Okay. So I said, okay, I'll try. I never had an espresso. I'll try. You know, it was a little white cup, you know, you got to put the pink. Yeah, it's not, all this stuff. yeah you got to get, but there's not no, much to yeah. it. Yeah. It's a, it's no, a little, no. Yeah. So I drink this espresso. About an hour later, I feel my heart ch- pumping in my chest, and I was like, boop, 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 boop. like "Hey!" And I gotta drive. I gotta drive over an hour and a half back to her family's house. And going back to her family's house in Southern California, you drive down this grade that's like four thousand feet, you know, because where she lives in this, her family lives in this valley. It sits forty-five feet below sea level. Oh, so man. when you go up to San Diego, you're going up over four thousand foot grade through the mountains, and coming back, you're going down four thousand foot. I didn't know if I was gonna make it, man. I mean, for like four or five hours, man, my heart's like, doo, 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 doo. like you're trying to kill me. What did I do to tick this woman off? She's trying to get rid of me and yeah, go right. bury me out in the desert on the way. It's like a date. It's like a Dateline episode. What? Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, what? Derek. what? Yeah. Oh, look at this though. Oh, how about this? You know, you know, when uh, NBC, you know, they want you to go out with um with the the, the major contributors, you know, the, the the major sponsors. So they yeah. send you on a trip. Well, oh yeah. First trip I go to, they send me to Colorado to Aspen. Now you know weed at the time was you know legal. This is just before this is this is probably a month before uh, COVID restrictions and everything. So go out there. Long story long, I said you know what, 
they legal here. I'm gonna try some edibles. So we went to this place, got the edibles and everything. Look at it, you know, this this edible helps you do this, this edible is that. So they're gonna say, uh, there's an edible that helps you out with sex. I'm like, oh shoot, I'm definitely gonna get this one. <laughs> Man, I went and got that edible dog. It's, it's, it's a chocolate edible. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good. Babe, you about to get it. <laughs> Man, that edible put me to sleep, bro. I didn't wake up for like eight hours later, you know what I'm saying? I woke up, she looked like this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I mean, the edible. Hey, got some great sleep. Uh, <laughs> hey, look at it, was, it was it was like Romanowski. <laughs> you you went to meet up for five days. I look, 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 um, let me take you to go get a steak. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Kind of hungry right now. Hey, look, look at this guy here, Coach Marcus says back in '93 at the vet, they would have bags of amphetamines and orange slices at halftime. Yeah, I've never heard this. No, come on, I've never heard this. Come on, bro, now. No question, dog. Like we used come to have, on, man. Bro, I used to. Um, oh. they used to give us like anything we wanted. Like they would, they would give us. They have this. It's a little pill, a little pill bags, these plastic <laughs> pill bags. Some were white and some were brown. Little pill bags. I was like, hey man, I need some M and M's, man. My body is killing me, man. And they give me volume. And little thing, they they take a little volume thing, pour it in a bag. Not even count how many went in there. Or 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 Tylenol fours or whatever. Just put it. Yeah. We just pour, poured it in there. Give it to us. That's why a lot of those guys were, you know, are, are were caught up in um, you know, taking those pain pills and stuff. You know, that's what. That's exactly what. You know, Tremora. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh, Farve. Red Farve. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they used to just give it to us in pill bags. They never yep. counted how many it was. They yeah, didn't they care. Come so on. As long as it gets you on the field, they don't care. Oh, no question, man. We used to take yep. ginseng. We used to buy ginseng from the store, take ginseng, and drink like three ginsengs before we go on the field, come in at halftime, take two more ginsengs, and go out there and play games, man. For what? Because it I mean ginseng is it's the same as um, you know, it gets you hyped, the same as taking caffeine. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an immediate, you know, rush. Right, yeah, yo, we, what are those? We saw these powder pills also. What was those powder pills called? It's Tylenol powder pill, aspirin powder pills. They were called, um, dang on it. What were they called, man? It's like caffeine and, 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 like, um, diet pills will do that to you too. Right, right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, you just, we just took anything. And at the time, man, I was young and dumb and I just taking whatever they gave me, bro. I gotcha. I you know got, what? What a, what a segment this was, man. <laughs> Right, man, right. This, is be- this is better than talking about about sports in general, I'm man. You, but man. but see that's but, but see that's the difference between players then and now. Yeah, yeah. Players then now. Players now are more educated on what not to do. Just right. like a lot right. of this stuff right. with um with uh you know with 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 mental uh, illness and stuff. It was a problem, and I, I know for a fact there was a lot of us, or a lot of us had mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. You know, people, but you, you didn't look at it like that because you dealt with those problems. You just dealt with them. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. You didn't have the help that they had now. There, you know, there you just some... you know you it was it was it was almost unmanly to say that you had a problem. You know, uh, you know, as far as mental, you were you were you were weak. You were yeah, weak minded. It it's a macho thing. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Weak minded to yeah. think like that. You know, get through it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stop there being a those, punk. Get through it. There are no, there are those who know me that today feel that I'm something that I'm mentally indifferent. Uh, I don't know why. I I, I don't know why. I'm, hey. Hey, what? 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 Does that? What? Sorry. Intervention, bro. It was an involuntary. I didn't know, Mike. Look, man, I just enjoy life. I just enjoy life, man. I'm going out swinging, man. You know what I'm saying? The biggest thing, bro, is just admitting 
that you have a problem. That's the first I'm, step in recovery. I don't have a. Bro. I don't have. A, I don't have a problem. I'm me. <laughs> I, I don't right. have a problem. On, on that what note, you, you don't know what you're going to get in this next segment. So one of those days, we've been off the rails in a good way, but we'll keep it rolling when we come back. John McMullen at the top of the hour. He'll be joining us at 2 o'clock. We'll uh, swing back into the Sixers as well. We'll keep going with the draft of the birds. And yeah, Rob, lo- dude, I, he's embarrassed. I love story time, man. I can't get enough. This has been highly you guys would have laughed at my, hey. laughed at my hurt, my life. That's right. Hey, Bear, Bear, Rob's beat red. He's like, I don't know where this show's going. <laughs> beat red. That's about, that's me. Hey, hey Rob, we go tell, we go, we, when we come back, we're going to talk about the bra lady. Oh, God. <laughs> Who? Oh, I got to hear this. Oh, I got to hear this. All right, Who's... we'll do that. Oh, yeah. You, you got to stick around. All right, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Media, YouTube Network. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV. Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on Action News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the midnight cares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
Sports Take. Welcome back. Tuesday, Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Jacob Eady, YouTube Network. All right, Barry, we, we, you got you to pay it off, man. We, we touched <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the uh, – Yeah, man, I got to hear this. The, the, the bra lady, man. Let me it's... just preface it, Barrett, by saying I was actually off that day. But I, I – Oh, you were off? But oh. I'll, but I'll give you a funny story tied into it. But but go right ahead. Tell the story. Well, the bra lady – we had the bra lady on. What it was is um, every Our breakfast time... on broad back, back in the day. Okay. Yeah, breakfast on All broad. Right. They had this – you know, the one of the, the best fan, um, Flyers fans – you know, ever because every time one of our players would get a hat trick, she would throw a bra out. Now we're talking about a lady. She had to been about 60, 70, about 75 years old, right around there. So of course, you know, those bras were, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they were old school bras, you know what I'm saying? Like she might've should have thrown them bras away, but she, um, you know, she, she would throw the bras over. They weren't exactly Victoria's secret. Bras. Right. Right. You know what so, I'm saying? So yeah. all right, so this is how this, this is how up, I know it. This is how before we we get on the show, we also had the second um, after her, we have the Harlem Globetrotters on. So as we're sitting there and we're about to bring her on, is is you know with the three minute commercial. All right, they bring her up and she sits down and we're getting ready for the show. It's like a minute before the show comes up. She turns around, looks at us, and says, "Hey, I, I wish you guys would have told me that the Harlem Globetrotters are here." I said, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, well, I'm kind of mad at him. I said, why are you mad at him? They wouldn't let me play with their balls. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So from that point on, I'm like, I mean, basketballs, right? That yeah, was on basketball. the air. Yeah, that so was I'm like, all right. So this, this is what this is going to be. <laughs> this, is how this, story, this is how this show is going to be. You know, I mean, this segment. I said, all right, then that's cool. All right, so we get into the segment. She's talking and everything, and everything is cool. You know, we have a great interview. So we're going towards the end. <laughs> She turns around. She says, "Oh, before we end it, before we end my segment, I want to turn to you about Bernie Perron. That's one of my favorite players." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, sure." So Jillian says, "Well, sure. Tell us about Bernie Perron." Jillian, Jillian Mailey. Okay. Yeah, Jillian Mailey. So you know, and Sarah. Baker. So Sarah, yes. Yeah, so Sarah, yeah. Sarah's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, real famous. Um, yeah, the goalie, best goalie yeah, flyers ever had. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah, they asked us, and she said, "Yeah. Well, I see Bernie." I met Bernie, and we're at the restaurant. As you turned around, she said, yeah, look, I broke my right hand. And she's like, yeah, okay, you broke your right hand. I said, yeah, so <laughs> I'm trying to say it so we don't get kicked off air. All oh, right, she turns out, she, said, she says this is on live TV. She said, well, Bernie, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't use my right hand, so I'll give you a job, hand job with my left hand. Like, oh, jeez. Did she just say hand oh, job? Geez. On air. Uh, uh, oh when she goodness. says, give Bernie Perron a hand job. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know what to do, so I stood up and I started clapping. <laughs> and we went straight to break. And by the time I sat down, before I'm sitting down, uh, our, our manager, our, our you know, our boss is running into the um, running into the studio. The studio, yeah. Barry, stop. Why would you stand up and give a standing ovation to clap for that? I'm like... What else you want me to do? I mean, come on now. She just said she was going to give Bernie Perron a hand job with her left hand because her right hand was broke. What do you expect me to do? I had to stand up and give her a standing ovation. Ambidextrous. <laughs> yes. Switch so, hitter. I, mean, yeah. so I, I, I started to say that, you know, but I mean, but that's – you can oh look it God. up. You can look it up. No, it happened. I, I Here's here's the here's the sub post of that thing. So – I'm, I was down. I'm in Clearwater 
with the with the family uh, going to spring training. We're going to a Phillies game, right? <laughs> they go out. They're getting like some breakfast. I'm back in the hotel. I get shower, getting dressed. So I get I get out of the shower and I'm I'm, I'm getting dressed. I'm like, let me see what's going on with sports or whatever. So I put on. It wasn't ESPN. It was like Fox Sports. I, and I'm in I'm in Florida, mind you, right? I'm not. <laughs> they run a clip. They ran a clip from Breakfast on Broad no, on didn't. a national show with no, the bra didn't. lady. No, yes, they, they did. No. So then I, I'm call, I'm I'm like texting Barry. I'm like, dude, what happened today? You gotta like tell me what's going on. Like, it's great. Not only was she was she was nuts, but she used to. Um, how do I put this? Back in the day, in her heyday, when the Flyers were winning Stanley Cups in '74 and '75, she was a bit of a groupie. Uh, let's just leave it at that. But she would frequent the same place as those guys frequented, and when she was in her oh, prime, if goodness. you know what I'm saying. Golly. Uh, so yes, yeah, there you go. Yo, my boy Marcus Thompson, man, is listening to the show, man. Marcus, what's up, man? He played full. Remember, he played fullback for uh, the Eagles, man. I remember Marcus. Yeah, yeah, he, he's watching the show. Right. Marcus, you, 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 you get you get an interesting one today, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Cheers. <laughs> But do I mean it? It's just as just F- FCC on line three, right? Right. But then she she got mad at me because I stood up. And, don't get mad at me. Get mad at the lady. Well, she and you you, you didn't book her. You're not the one who booked her. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. First well, you should have. You can't stand up and clap though, man. There. What would you have done? I would have been on the floor crying, laughing, but I wouldn't stand See? stood up See, and applauded the lady. No, it's that's not even worse. No, I mean. It just that comes from out of left field, man. It's just something you don't expect. I would have been on the floor. You know me, Barrett. You know I maintain pretty well, but there's certain <laughs> things in life you just lose it. Okay, I would have. I would have lost. It. Matter of fact, you would have to have a. She you said had stuff worse than that, though. She would have had. Yeah, she no, had no filter. You would have had, had to do another segment without me. Yeah, with, I would not have been on the next segment either, <laughs> to be honest. Bro, all, no I did was, all I did was stand up, gave her a standing ovation, and my boss was mad at me because I still gave her a standing ovation. I'm like, what else you want me to do? I'm going to go sit there looking stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just yeah. heard what she just said. Y'all heard what she just said too, right? Mm-hmm. So Sarah's like what? this. Sarah's right next to her. Sarah did like this. Oh. Yeah, they were. Yes. <laughs> You know, Jill, the the female uh, portion of the program was a little taken aback. Right, right. They were a little mad. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. So we had a long meeting after that. Yes. Long meeting. Thankfully, I missed that one. Hey, look, John Dickerson says she was a top-notch stick handler. (laughs) 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 Yes. Great hands, that's for sure. I give up, man. I give up. Oh, my God. All right. Well, listen. I'll try. I'll try and reel it back in. Sixers. <laughs> yeah, oh, right, you, right, right. Now right. you want to be serious, all of a sudden. I, I can't. There's no shot. You just no messed shot. up the flow, man. There's no but shot. These comments are hilarious, man. These comments yeah, are hilarious. They understand. Yeah. Oh. Do, 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 do you try to look it up? All right, just go to YouTube. Look up Broad Probably. Lady. That's all you need. Breakfast yeah. on Broad. That's uh-huh. all you do. Look it up. Yeah, we had we had some interesting moments, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. But she, she was she was one of them. How about the last? How about the last episode ever? I wasn't there because my father passed away, so I was gone. I was in St. Louis. Jay Farrell. We had Jay Farrell on it. A and, comedian. Um, yeah, for people who don't know, who he is. Right? <laughs> he he gave Gunner. He gave zero. You know what, man? And yeah. he, was, he was throwing anything out, anything and everything out there. 
bro, bro, he looked at Jillian. Um, and, uh, oh, is- no. oh no, no, no. There was no, a lot no, going no. on. There was a lot going on, and I'm getting. And, and here's what would invariably happen, right? So, oh my goodness, man! Come on, they, man. they would get in my ear, like the the bosses and the producer would get in my ear to kind of reel it back in, as if. As if I'm going to control Jay Farrell, first of all. Right, right. Right? And I'm sitting there like, and I can't talk on the air, but I'm like, what do you want me to do, man? Like, that's what I'm saying in my head. What do you want me to do? But he right. was all, oh, we went out with a bang. Yeah, he was all over the place, man. Well, he, was, he, said, uh, he asked, uh, what um, um, what was it called? Uh, uh, he asked Jillian, has she ever been... No, I can't. Don't say yeah. it. Don't do right. it. it. Don't was, do it. Uh, it. Don't do it. Definitely don't, don't do not it. appropriate. Right. Uh, don't do it. Don't do he it. Right. like this. He was Never throwing a lot back. out there. He was throwing a lot of things out there. We hey, took a hey, very uh, quick timeout. Yes. Hey, tomorrow, tomorrow, just as we look ahead tomorrow. Oh, look I have at Gunner's getting serious now. Yeah. I have a no, no. This is because this show is off the rails. And it, it, yes. tomorrow we have our good friend Amy Fadul on tomorrow yes. at 1230. Yeah. And so uh, when she agreed to do it, she says, Gunner, yeah, I can do it. I said, I'm just letting you know now. And I don't know what made me say this. I cannot be held responsible for questions that are asked. And she just <laughs> broke out laughing, you know. And I said, hey, look, you know, look, this show, I think people understand it's a no holes barred show. That's what yes. I love the, the most. We're yes. not serious on the show. We, we, insight, we are insightful. We have a lot of information, a lot of context. But we can talk about anything you want to talk about within uh-huh. reason, of course. You know, I think Barrett Barrett almost went over the edge when he brought up the Jillian thing. Well, so we also leave are that not, alone. We're not beholden to the FCC, the the terrestrial no, no. TV and radio FCC. We do we do what we want. Yeah, but hey, FCC, I, exactly. That's what I think of the FCC. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Good luck trying to steer this boat back on course. Oh my yes, goodness. that's it. That's our man from uh, from Australia. Yeah, he's the yeah not happening. Australia, baby, I, what's up? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we are, we are a global show, man. We, we have hey, uh, folks hey, you know, from everywhere. Also people, people on the, on the comment section. Hey, just occasionally let us know where you, you're checking in from. We like to find out just how far we're reaching people, you know, not just across the United States, but different parts of the world as well. So just let us know where you're checking in from. We'll, we'll give you a shout out, you know, as long yeah. as you legit, they'll be making up stuff. You know, when you sitting here in Delco, you talking about you in Hawaii somewhere. We'll find <laughs> out the truth. Uh, Don't even try that mess. We'll find hey. out. Too busy getting chased by bears to be able to, to send out any, <laughs> right, 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 right. any fake handles on there, man. That's for sure. Yeah, but it was. It, it's look. I think. I think one of the things that we're going to, and I love. I love hearing like Barrett's playing stories and Gunner. You and I have been through so many. Oh my goodness! So many wars over wow. the years in TV and whatever. Oh uh, it, we'll do a little story time segment each and every week where we'll share. Uh, stuff no, no, we won't. No, yes. we won't. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> Oh, no, look no, who's no, checking no. in. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, oh, no. I thought she was Mrs. at work. Gunn. Mrs. Gunn. <laughs> what's, what's she doing? Yes. What's, do you, what's... you fall asleep with the TV on? Is that true? No. I'm, I'm deep thinking. Deep thinking. I'm not, fall, I'm not falling asleep, no. Okay. My family, no. I, I'm meditating. There's times when I'm meditating. Yeah. I now, is, is Mrs. Gunn up as long as you're – does she stay up as late as you do? Uh, no, rarely, rarely. Okay. No, rarely. Okay. No, no. Nobody no, no. does she, that foolishness. No, no, no. She, uh, this is a woman who falls asleep in movies. I, I don't even take her to movies anymore. She falls asleep 10 minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll wake up. What did I miss? Don't even yeah. ask me. I I'm hear not you. Gonna tell you. Don't ask. I hear you, man. <laughs> don't, don't ask. 
Uh, by the way, we have confirmation that somebody went back and watched. All right. Oh, he wasn't no, lying. Just no. watch this lady, uh, you know, all the minute, 30 seconds. By the way, I checked. I it. tried good, to post it on good the Good job, DQ. Stream. Yeah. Did I post it on the stream? Tried to post it on the stream. Yeah, Barrett will put it up there for people to check. The bra lady. It was a it was a it was a very interesting episode. That, that's that uh that 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 is an all-time classic, man. Uh that that's class. Barrett, you always seem to get yourself in these situations that involve getting reprimanded somehow. It's, Why is what, that? What, what do you mean? What do you I don't mean? Know. You know, you the brawl lady scenario, you got called in the office, uh the scenario where the food didn't show up, you you had discussions with people about hey, your hey, your, hey, at, hey. your attitude your attitude at work and you know, hey, I'm, I'm just saying hey, you, hey. you you seem to be in these situations where um very uncomfortable situations. And and I'm just wondering, is that a pattern with you? Hey, hey. No, I just I'm I just I live a very interesting life, man. I mean, you know, it's some of the stuff that I've 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 been through in my life is crazy. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. You know, I mean, you know, just all right, just what we did. Who drives to the Super Bowl? We're working for this multi-million dollar company. And we end up driving to the Super Bowl in Minnesota. Why would they put believe- me and you? <laughs> And I can't take believe the whole drive. I can't believe they 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 got me to do that. Um, you know, if they'd have said, "Hey, let's drive to Florida," I'm gun ho. Texas, I'm gun ho. Uh, Georgia, I'm gun ho. No, we drive to Minneapolis, the the Alaska of the Midwest. <laughs> we we get there, it's minus fifteen degrees. I'm already ticked off. I hate cold weather. I'm from Wisconsin. I don't care if I ever see another 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 blade of snow the rest of my life. I hate snow with a passion. People are like, oh, snow is so pretty. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. The only time I like snow is on Christmas morning. That's it. Any other time, I don't want to hear about snow. I've shoveled so much snow in my life, and my brother didn't have to do anything. I'm still having flashbacks. You shouldn't have brought that up. Now I'm ticked off for the rest of the show. Well, bro, look at this. Like, we go to a steakhouse, one of the best steakhouses in, 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 in Chicago, and I get the chicken. Oh, I heard about that for the long. I didn't want no damn steak. I wanted chicken. Right. And and he drove me to no end about me right. getting chicken, man. At the right. steakhouse. Right. Yeah, we're at Mike, we're, we're, yeah. we're at Mike Ditka's steakhouse. Oh. Really good steakhouse. Yeah. Really good steak. And I mean, they got like 25 different cuts of steak, right? Uh-huh. Now, this man, I know he likes steak. I'm All blown right. away you got chicken at a ste- at that at Ditka's. Thank you, Rob. He walks in there and I'm thinking it's a joke. I ordered my steak. You know, uh, Aaron Telasnik, who was the producer on our drive across America, he was with us. And this guy here, I want chicken. I want to backhand him across the face, man. I really did. <laughs> I'm not a violent person, but I want to slap him across the face. How do you come to a premier steakhouse like that and order chicken in a steakhouse? <laughs> and I, I, oh, I mean, I ate steak. I ate steak like. Three days before. Yeah, but I mean, like when in Rome, times. man, you got you got to roll. You got to roll. With I you go to it, you, you go to White Castle and you order chicken in a steakhouse. See, that's why that's why I can't be I can't be around you too much, man. Yeah. You bring me down, bro. I, I can't I, I can't do it. Uh-huh. I'm really going out on a limb, getting on your party boat Saturday <laughs> the Saturday morning, man. I really uh, I told him, I, look, I said, yes, all right, so we got to bring food. I said, no, Derek, I got the food, man. He said it's your birthday though. I said, yeah, but I'm I'm still gonna I'm still gonna. Um, you know, bring the food, man. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing, um, I'm bringing a bunch. I'm bringing a, a hoagie platter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Cut upstairs a hoagie platter. You don't have to worry about it. You, you said, 
You said sandwiches. And I'm thinking those little triangle square sandwiches like the, the yuppie people bring, you know, the elite, the well-to-do people bring. So I answered back. I said, there's never you're bringing, you're bringing where did you get that platters? with me? <laughs> I said, you bring two sandwich platters for 50 people? I mean, I'm bringing my own lunch, man. Exactly. I'm bringing my own cool and my own lunch. I don't try 50 people, you know, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. You know, people out there, they're going to be drinking, having a good time. They're going to be scarfing sandwiches left and right. I'm going to hang out with my boy Baird on his 70th birthday and the Deuce of oh, 70. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. My oh. 70th birthday. Oh, and the Deuce of I'm not going to be worried about eating, but when I get hungry, I don't want to turn around and see two empty platters sitting there. I'm going to be ticked off. Exactly. I'm say turn this boat around right now. So I'm gonna pack my own lunch, put oh. it in a cooler. Thank yeah. you, Rob. You know what I'm saying? See what I got. Come on, see what I got to deal with. Uh, it's man. not easy. It's Saturday's gonna be interesting. I better hear a lot of stories. Whoa, man. That's whoa! For this, sure. this messed up. Barrett only eats hoagies with his left hand. <laughs> <laughs> just ask the just ask the bra lady. Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's step aside. We'll come back. I'm God done. knows. John, John McMullen doesn't know what he's walking into with this one today. This is doesn't have a clue. All right, we'll come back with John McMullen for Birds 365 right here on Jacob Media YouTube Network. Rob Barrett, Derek, <laughs> Sports Take. <laughs> stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala, hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the midnight tears. 
Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Sports Take is back. We're still trying to recover from the first two hours of this program. He's Derek Gunn. Uh, he's Barry Brooks. We did talk about F1 racing today, too, now. We talked about everything. Bears, Brawley. These, these, these comments are hilarious, man. Know, I'm telling you. A lot of run. A lot of run. That's for sure. Sports Take. All right. You can see him each and every morning right here. Jacob Media YouTube Network does a phenomenal job along with Jody Mack. Birds 365 show, of course, uh, you know, SI Now, Philly Voice. He's all over the place, man. You can't stop John McMullen. You can only hope to contain him. Right. And there, John, I don't know if you're listening to any of this, man, but good luck. You're, I don't know what you're walking into here. I'll be honest. Yeah, I see I see D Gun. Look at that. What, what, what's going on? What have I missed? I don't even know if you want to know some of the stuff. That's going on, man. My oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You probably don't want to know, man. We're talking about quite, oh, it's been my quite goodness. interesting. Barrett's been oh. sharing stories. Uh, career-wise, oh my goodness! That, well, I know uh, how that goes. Then Ooh, I, know, yes. I know some of yeah. those Barrett stories. It's, it's not as bad to what they pick. I mean, they act like I just gave a, I gave a lady a standard ovation, and ever since I got in so much trouble for it. Yes, my boss, you know, she jumped up. She almost. Oh my goodness! You know, man, it is what it is, man. I, I mean, I, what do you want me to do? Oh what do you want my goodness! Me to do? All right, well, John, let me let me ask you, man. Uh, you just look at looking at what the Eagles did over the weekend. I know you've talked about it, written about it, uh, you know, quite a bit. But you know, there was some risk involved, certainly with Davis. There was some risk involved with what you gave up for AJ Brown. There was some risk involved with the Kobe Dean. You drafted a center slash guard, whatever that, that looks like a, a future pick could be very soon in the future. What's your assessment overall? What they ended up doing? Well, I think that, uh, the first round was. Great. I mean, anytime you can get two difference makers, and I think it was, you know, Friday where Nick Sirianni was so excited when they when they got Nicobe Dean. But I think more so from his perspective, and he said it with AJ Brown. It's about uh, it's not about proje- projection. He knows we already know what this guy can do. Everybody else is talking about projection with their first round first round picks. I mean, AJ Brown has proven. So you know what you're getting there. Um, it was bold, you know, nine figures. We all know how NFL contracts work. It's basically three years, about $57 million, but mm-hmm. really, really significant money for A.J. Brown. And look, we've been talking about the need for a veteran wide receiver for this team since they tried to trade for Calvin Ridley. And then came Christian Kirk, who was too expensive, and Allen Robinson, who wanted to play for the Super Bowl champions, and Robert Woods. And guess what? After all the hand-wringing, they get the best of the bunch anyway, by mm-hmm. far. They get they get a better receiver than those four guys. So you have to love that. I think Jordan Davis is a very unique player. I mean, he is going to be a handful for – opposing offensive centers and guards. you got to block them with two people, and that opens up everything um, for the rest of the defensive line. You know, half of the N'Kobe Dean highlights. Guys, watch N'Kobe Dean highlights, and then take your eyes off N'Kobe Dean and look at who's in front of him. 
-hmm. and it's usually Jordan Davis mm -hmm. tying up two blockers, enabling N'Kobe Dean to get to the football. So first round is great, and that's what it's about. It's about finding difference makers, and I think the Eagles probably got two. I know they got one, and they probably got two. Well, you know – I'm not going to give uh, you know, the athletes we just drafted. I'm, let's, let's look at Howie and how he approached uh, this draft. Um, I thought he's he's listening more and not trying to be the smartest guy in the world, uh, in the room. He, he went out and got two guys that were the best players on the team that, oh, eventually, you know, that you look at them, they won a national championship. So he got two of the best players in – college football period you know i mean these are things that are just all right i'm not trying to be the smartest guy in the room i went out and got proven talent you know what i'm saying is he listening to everybody he's listening to you know his his scouting department his coaches i mean i think that's a major shift a major change in how his philosophy how he approaching the draft yeah i mean i i wrote about that in philly boys this week i think there's a huge difference between howie roseman 1.0 as i call it and howie roseman 2.0 so if you go back to when he was exiled when chip won the power play um and really all he won was the rope to hang himself really if you look back at it you know i think a lot of people don't know how he got a raise <laughs> he got a right. new title um and he, he was given a travel budget by Jeffrey Lurie, and he went around the world. He went to he went to uh, England, uh, the United Kingdom, to talk to Manchester City. Uh, he talked to Brian Cashman. He talked to R.C. Buford. Uh, successful. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, successful uh, executives in other sports to learn, you know how how they built these cultures, uh, and that's what he was doing when he was on the other side of the building, so to speak. And, you know, he, he says it wasn't with the intent on coming back to be the Eagles GM, but ultimately wanted a second chance to be a GM somewhere else. Um, and I think he, he learned and he, and he grew from it. But to your point, Barrett, I think he's more comfortable in his own skin. Like he doesn't give a you-know-what anymore. So, like, I can criticize him. D Gunn can criticize him. Rob Barrett, everybody's like, all right, whatever. I got mm -hmm. one. So now I'm now I'm playing with house money. And it, it is interesting. You know, sometimes it's it's easier to make things simpler. So you look last year and he gets Devontae Smith and Landon Dickerson from the national championship and, and national champions, and you say, Oh, that worked. And this year it goes with Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean. Sometimes it it you know simpler is better. Yep. All right. So let, let me ask you this then. Um how much more pressure do you think has now been put upon the young shoulders of Jalen Hurts now that he has an AJ Brown to go with a young core of skilled players around him now? AJ Brown enhances the overall group, period. But we know what Devontae Smith can do. We have an idea that Quez Watkins has the potential. A.J. Brown is a proven commodity. Backfield stable, you know, stable of young backs. And an offensive line, one of the best offensive lines in the game. How much more is that increasing the pressure upon Jalen Hurts now? A lot. You know, it's it's funny what one domino does. The Everything else falls mm -hmm. into place, right? Because yep. you have a legit wide receiver one, and now you have Devontae Smith. 
you know, who arguably is going to be a wide receiver one at some point mm-hmm. in his career, a little bit of the pressure taken off him. Now as a two, he's got the potential to be really dominant. So you had some concern with Quez Watkins, probably not ready for that wide receiver two role, but as a number three, you say, that's pretty good. You know, you got a, a guy who can run by anybody. He's not going to see many double teams at all. Right, right. You got a top five tight end in football. I think we're all in agreement there. Dallas Goddard has proven himself to that level. Um, they certainly have a top five offensive line. You could argue it's it's even higher than that. Um, you got Miles Sanders on a contract year. I know the Eagles are very high on Kenny Gainwell's the third down back as that mm-hmm. receiving back. What more could you ask for? So, you know, last year you could, and I don't want to call them excuses. I call them explanations, but you could say, all right, Jalen didn't have this. Jalen didn't have that. Um, this year, uh, those aren't there. I mean, you got A.J. Brown, you got Devontae Smith, you got Dallas Goddard. Right there, those three receivers. That that triangle, you aren't going to find many better on paper around mm-hmm. this league. So I put it – I had Paul Domowitz on Birds 365 the other day. I put it at six games. We're going to know about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Domo went to about eight or nine, so midseason – all right, I'll go to midseason. You're going to know. You're going to know. Because, look, you have to be able to be a high-powered passing offense with that triangle of receivers. And that's what Nick Sirianni wants. That's where the NFL is going. And you can't be run first. I'm not saying you can't win games that way because you can certainly win games that way. But the margin of error is so small. If you can't be down 10 points in the fourth quarter and come back throwing the football, you're going to have a difficult time going where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And John, obviously this is hypothetical sort of on paper till we get to into when it gets real here, but how much did they improve themselves here? How much better are they now than when the season ended? Are they in competition with the Cowboys now to win this division? If you, Washington in there, throw New York, whatever. Where do you think they are right now in terms of what they've done from where the season ended? Yeah, I I, I think they're better. Uh, and, and certainly the Cowboys have come back to them a little bit, so that helps as well. I think they've gotten a little bit worse from a talent perspective, losing Amari Cooper, even Cedric Wilson. They lost Lyle Collins, so they have to start rebuilding the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've come back a little bit. Um the Eagles look much better. We just talked skill position wise uh, in what the AJ Brown, Brown domino defensively their front seven looks really, really good. Um, yes. Now the secondary, uh, we got some issues. Um, you still need a corner an outside corner. You could argue you need two safeties to be honest. I think yeah. Marcus Epps is the best safety on this team, right? Now. I don't know. I think so also, you know, but what do you think of, I mean, I I, I really think they have a lot of confidence in, in Zach, you know, being that Zach McPherson, being that guy, you know, just from how they approach this off season. I mean, what do you think about that? 
Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that. I, I would say with, <laughs> with 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 the Eagles, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. So they wanted to sign Marcus Williams at safety, for instance. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to get it done. The price got too high. They they bowed out. At corner, you know, they wanted to sign uh Stephon Gilmore. I, I don't know how deep they didn't they didn't want to go. They wanted a budget deal. Same thing with Tyron Mathout, for that matter. Uh, but they're interested in these veteran upgrades. To me, they're in the same spot they were last year when they drafted Zach in the fourth round. You remember, if 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 we were talking last year at this time, the Eagles were like, well, you know, we're going to go with Zach. We're going to see what he can do. Talked him up. And then two days before training camp, a lot Steve Nelson shows up. Um, first practice. He's starting outside corner opposite Darius Slay. They're going to get a veteran at some point at corner to play with out opposite Darius Slay. I think they're going to get a veteran at safety as well. Could be the trade market, uh, but they still have more uh, things to add on the defensive side, particularly in the secondary. You know, if the Giants, and there's been a lot of talk in New York, they're going to be forced to release James Bradbury. Mm. Eagles Eagles should get in on that right away if he hits the open market. And I got a feeling that's going to go really, really quickly because Bradbury can still play. That's an interesting name. Now, John, what do you make of uh, the Herbig thing where he gets released and, you know, on the heels of just signing him in that tenure? You free up some money, obviously. Will that play into what you're talking about here? You're trying to make a move. Why Why would you do this now, the timing of it? Yeah, I think they were just trying to do Nate a favor, to be honest. And mm-hmm. and they have a good relationship with his agent, Ken Sarnoff, who kind of you know tweaked him in that direction as well. The writing was on the wall. I mean, they're so deep on the offensive line. It's it's When you look mm-hmm. around this league, I think Eagles fans are, are – a little bit spoiled when it comes to the offensive yes. line because there are a lot of teams that are this is an offensive line and Barrett can tell you this this is an offensive line deficiently as a whole mm-hmm. I mean there are teams that can't find um, starting level tackles that have been you know I look at Seattle and Minnesota specifically because they've made a lot of playoff appearances between the two of them over the past decade and they haven't been able to find an offensive line for 10 years. And the Eagles are rolling out backup after backup. And Jeff Stoutland deserves a ton of credit for this. I'm I'm a little surprised. The Eagles were trying to trade, Nate. And I'm a little surprised they didn't get at least a sixth, seventh-round pick hmm. because he's played well. But timing hurts there as well because this is the time of year where everybody's drafting guys and they – and Barrett can talk to this as well. They're, they're like, oh, this guy, we're going to pencil this guy in. And then they get him out there in August and they say, oh, he's not ready. Right, um, right, right, right. And then they start talking. That's what happened with Matt Pryor last year. You remember the Eagles got a six-round pick for Matt Pryor in August. You know, people in Philadelphia are like, Matt Pryor stinks. The Colts love him. I mean, He's starting you know, right now. He's still yeah, as a yeah, starter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's what I'm talking about. That kind of spoiled nature. And Nate, Big V, yeah, Big V's another one. Big V got a ton of money Oof, in Detroit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Five yeah. for five for fifty. Yeah, you know. It, also, look at um, look at 
like I, people look at me like I'm crazy when I say Dillard. Dillard is actually a starting oh, man. Andre's going to be starting left tackle in yes. 2023. I guarantee it. No question. No I question. I guarantee it. And you know, if you saw Andre, Andre got himself in really good shape. Yes. Uh, uh, really, looks like a Tarzan now. Yeah. But I, I think the Eagles see value in Andre Dillard for this reason. The biggest concern with a backup is you got to have versatility. But, and Andre doesn't, but the Eagles have the luxury of, of knowing Jordan Mailata can play either side. Like Jordan doesn't care. Tell him to go right tackle, left tackle. He doesn't care. So, same thing happened last year when Lane had to leave the team with his anxiety issues. And, and Jordan was healthy at the time before he got hurt. They just kicked Jordan to the right side, put Andre at left tackle. So it's not as a big a concern for the Eagles as it would be for typical teams because they know Jordan Mailata can play right tackle if need be. So Andre's valuable to this team. John, A.J. Brown came out and said that basically his good friend Jalen Hurts went to the organization and said, hey, you got to bring A.J. in here. And lo and behold, they went out and did it. You know, now on the outside looking in, as I talked about earlier in this show today, we were of the mindset that, hey, the Eagles aren't giving him enough to work with in 2022. They could be setting him up to fail so they could move on. But the fact, if it is true that they actually listened to Jalen Hurts, who is still an unproven commodity in the NFL, and brought in A.J. Brown, maybe they hold him in higher esteem than we've given them credit for. They're trying to do everything possible to help this young man succeed, which would help them make some definitive decisions about the quarterback position beyond 2022. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I'm writing about this on on Sports Illustrated today, D-Gun, and, you know, there's this narrative, and I brought it up myself on Birds Mm -hmm. 365, so I'm not – killing other people but there's been this narrative that receivers don't want to play with Jalen Hurts because he's not a high volume passer and wide receivers the most I joke it's the most selfish position in sports the the next receiver you meet that doesn't want the football (laughs) will be the first they Mm -hmm. all want the football at all Mm -hmm. times but so there was this narrative because the Eagles couldn't get this receiver but if you look at each individual situation Right, Ridley, he got suspended. Had nothing to do mm-hmm. with Jalen Hurts. Christian Kirk got nineteen million dollars. The Eagles were like, "Godspeed, we're not paying you that." <laughs> mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with Jalen Hurts. Allen Robinson wanted to go play for the Super Bowl champions. Understandable. Right. Had nothing to do with Jalen Hurts. And then Robert Woods wanted for he was given a opportunity by the Rams for whatever reason to pick his destination. He wanted to go to Tennessee, had nothing to do with Jalen Hurts. So all of these individual situations, and then it ends up in the end, they get a better receiver Yep, because he wants to play with Jalen Hurts. And, you know, it, it has to do with their personal relationship, and they got to know each other when Alabama was recruiting Brown before he went to Ole Miss. And then they just became friends, and they've been friends ever since. Um, Jalen was at uh, 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 AJ's daughter's birthday party last week. You know, he w- when he got drafted, he was there. Um, they've been friends for a long time. I just think it's ironic that 
for all this talk about nobody wants to play with Jalen Hurts, he got the big fish. He got the Eagles the big fish. He was the reason why. Now, ultimately, does that matter moving forward? I don't know. But I I will tell you this. This team is not going to be in a position to get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Yeah, they're not going to be bad enough. They're, they're not going to be bad. Yeah, they're not going to be bad enough. Yep. So you better start building around Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Van Dyke from uh, Miami's. He's going to move. He's, mark my words right now. This May 3rd, he's going to move up to the ranks. Watch what I tell you. He'll be well, the next Carroll. Matt Carroll. And, and, and there's we've been talking to some draft guys, and there's talk about five quarterbacks. He's one of them, Barrett, that are mm-hmm. going to be in the top 15. So maybe, but – do you really want to start over? That's the other part the Eagles like about Jalen Hurts, and they've said this pretty consistently. He's improved every year. Yep. You rarely see a player without ebbs and flows. And, you know, sometimes they have a good year. Sometimes they have a down year, career year. You know, there's, there's, it's like an EKG. It goes up and it, it goes down. Jalen's gotten consistently better. Even when he got benched, he got better in and at Alabama. And the Eagles like that part. I think long long-winded way of answering Derek's question. Yeah, I think they're starting to say maybe we have something in, in Jalen Hurts. Let's build around Jalen Hurts. John, John, I agree with you in 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 terms of um uh, the perception of, of of Jalen Hurts moving forward, but um, I would also say this too: if the Eagles, you know, you just said that they're not going to be in a position because they won't be bad enough next year to move up to get that quarterback. I don't put anything past Howie because if Howie wants a quarterback bad enough next year, we saw him do it with Carson Wentz. The way he can package this, that, and the other, if he wants a quarterback bad enough, he'll find his way up that draft board to get the quarterback that he wants. Not saying that he will based on what Jalen does this year, but if he wants it bad enough, he'll get him. No, I hear what you're saying. You, yeah, yeah, Howie's good at the valuation stuff. If you go yep. all the way back to pre-draft in the trade with the Saints, I'm still trying to figure out what the heck Mickey Loomis was thinking. Mm. But yeah, yeah. So ultimately, if you look at, you know, the Saints got Chris Olave. They essentially got Chris Olave to a four – you know, three picks in the early 100s, a, a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 second-round pick. Now, Chris Olave can turn into Devontae Adams. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to. Right. But ultimately, if he does, I will still tell you it was bad, you know, maneuvering by Mickey mm-hmm. Loomis because what you gave up for a player, you didn't have to give up for. So – To me, that's always going to be a bad trade. Mm. One thing nobody can criticize Howie Roseman for, or nobody should, is the valuation of of assets. Um, Mm -hmm. You can criticize him for evaluation, but, man, he's good at at valuing assets and what they're worth. John, how how can Nick Sirianni, Shane Steichen, whomever you want to throw into that mix – how do they put Jalen Hurts in the best position to succeed, to improve upon what we saw last year? I, obviously, you gave him A.J. Brown, which is a big help. But how would you like to see them go about getting him to be a little bit more consistent throwing the ball? Well, I think the problem with 
Jalen to date has been not trusting um, his reads and, and being a little slow when it comes to processing and, and, and being a little late on throws. Now, you know, if you want to put a positive spin on that, Rob, you could say, well, he didn't trust his receivers. And I can believe that. Mm -hmm. um, and in theory, you know, he started to really trust Dallas Goddard late last season. Um, and, you know, we know he trusts A.J. Brown, and he's going to trust A.J. Brown. So, you know, also add Devontae Smith into that mix. What we talked about before, there's no more excuses. I mean, these guys are good. These guys are high-level players. There's no reason not to trust them. So if he's still slow, if he's still not trusting what he sees, then you have an issue, I think. Um, you know, one of the knocks on Jalen was he, he's got to throw to open receivers. He doesn't throw. You always hear great NFL quarterbacks will throw receivers open. You're not, these are tight windows. Um, is he going to throw with that anticipation? These are some of the things that the Eagles are going to be looking for. It's not necessarily, you know, Jody always asked me, Jody McDonald, you know, give me a number. It's not numbers. It's, it's about what he's supposed to do. When is the ball supposed to come out? Does he trust it? Uh, that kind of stuff. And if Nick Sirianni sees that, he's going to be, he's going to be really happy. Well, you know, looking at it, you know, let's let's switch from you know talking about Jalen because we know Jalen. I mean, he's going to get better. Um, is it good enough for them to you know extend him to a contract where he's going to be making upwards of forty to forty-five million dollars? We'll see. But that is the going rate for a starting quarterback in the league. So if they they think that that's something they would pony up to, you know, then then you know so be it. But you know, looking on the opposite side of the ball with them going out and get Jordan Davis. Um, the, them going out and get Reddick. Uh, they got the kid from Kansas. You know, he's more of a he was a defensive end at Kansas, but he's a rush end. Uh, and with Jordan Davis being in the middle, do you see them going and moving to a thirty front more so uh, with a lot more frequency? Not saying it'll be their base defense, but going to it a lot. Having him there will allow you to go to him a lot. You know, and you know as they go forward. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jonathan um, JG. John Gannon has, you know, talked about, he's a multiple front guy. So to him, it's not about 30, 40, whatever he mm -hmm. wants to, you know, you think about how he uses the Sam linebacker. Sometimes they have five men fronts. Um, sometimes it's five, two look. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing he wanted and he has wanted is that zero or one technique. And that's Jordan Davis, the big nose tackle. Think B to B in Tampa. Um, Javon isn't good at it. Javon's a three technique. Fletcher's a three technique or a five technique. Mainly Milton, you know, is a pure three technique or you can move them outside. They didn't have that big body in the middle to tie up blockers. Now they have it. That, that JG has been asking for it. He wants it. That's the player he wanted. Um, now he's got it. So we're going to see how he utilizes it but he can do so many more things because last year they had such difficulty stopping the run for all the talk about Javon Hargrave, how he, he was great as a pass rusher. 
but he was really bad against the run, really bad. And the Eagles were in too many third and twos, third and threes, third and fours. Uh, if you got Jordan Davis on first down, boom, second and nine, third and eight, get him off the field. You know, a lot of people have said, is a two-down player worth it? Does he have to play three downs? I'll tell you, B2B is worth it. You know, yeah, no if question. I'm getting Woo. B2B, um, and, and you're always in third and seven, and then he can leave the field and you can kick Brandon Graham inside, for instance, mm -hmm. and use that big NASCAR package with all these pass rushers, mm -hmm. Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, whether it's uh, Jay Bond or Brandon. That's pretty good. So that's the plan, and, and we'll see if it works out. But you want third and seven or above, and they had too many third and shorts. That was the issue last year. Mm. John, great stuff, man. I always love watching you and Jody, Birds 365, yep. right here, Jacob Media, YouTube Network, and catching your work, Philly Voice, SI Now. I mean, you name it. He is all over the place. Always, always a fun and interesting lesson. John, thanks, man. Thanks for a couple of minutes today. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks, Appreciate you, man. Take care. It was good stuff there by John. I, I, I particularly tail end of that, just to pick up on that, guys. You know, even if he's not a complete pass rusher in that first year, if Jordan Davis is killing it against the run just or just occupying tackles, you know, what that's going to do in blockers, what that's going to do for mm -hmm. others around him is, I, I, you know, to me can help this team immeasurably. He's definitely going to do that, you know, because, I mean, he made it a point, you know, when you're in third and two, it's, you know, that opens up the playbook for the offense, you know, immensely. You know, you can throw it, you can you can run it, you know, with, with high probability you're going to make the first down. But when you're in third and seven, third and six, third and eight, third and nine, because you stop the run on first and second down, mm -hmm. it just gives the autonomy now to – to really, if you want to send a blitz, you can send a blitz, knowing that's a lot of chunk yardage you have to get with it being, you know, six plus. I mean, it just changes. You know, it, it puts that that playbook from, from this big to like this big mm. because there's not a lot of plays where you can get yourself out of those type of predicaments. Right. So right. that's, I mean, that's for that and him having the, you know, the ability now to throw multiple fronts at a, and, and, and multiple um, packages towards offenses. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal for this defense. No mm. doubt. All right, we come back. We're going to hit a bunch of different things uh, in open talk. Among them, Phillies are back in action. We'll swing it back to the Sixers. Flyers update on their interim coach. We're going to talk about Urban Meyer, believe it or not, is yeah. back in the news. Yeah. So we got a lot of things we will hit, including uh, the Eagles as well. Barrett Brooks, you want to say something? Go ahead. You mean we haven't hit a lot of topics already today? <laughs> I like, you know what I mean? We're like a box of chocolates, man. You never know what you're going to get. So don't yeah. go anywhere. All right. Sports take. Oh, man. Jacob Media, YouTube Network.
stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV, now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on X. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Block's Aspire to Dreams Gala, hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Block's Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Roll into the final segment here. Tell a friend, sports take, smash that like button, D-Gun, Barrett Brooks. Rob Ellis, Jacob Media, YouTube Network. I do want to let everybody know about my friends at Pro Action Restoration. If you got a home business and you experience the pain, inconvenience of water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, you know how trying can be. You can give them a call 24-7. They will be there. I've gone through it. Trust me. They're a licensed, bonded, fully insured company. They serve the tri-state area for more than two decades. Pro Action will work in conjunction with your insurance company. Water, fire, smoke, you name it. Mold remediation. They can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, or you can reach them at proactionrestoration.com. All right, I'm going to hit you guys with this. Urban Meyer, we know how last year went for good old Herb. Not not real well uh, as he uh, made the, the voyage into the NFL coaching ranks and, frankly, embarrassed himself at every turn, and so did Jacksonville for bringing him in there. There's talk now that he's going to go back to Fox Sports as a college football analyst. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll ask both of you two guys, like to me, I don't want to see Urban Meyer. I, I'm good with Urban Meyer, mm-hmm. really, for you know, permanently. I don't, I'm good with him in general. Do you think the fans feel the same way, or they look at it like this guy was a great college football coach? Forget about what happened in the pros. I still want to hear his insights when it comes to the college game. Absolutely not. 
I, I think there's going to be a kickback from him, but I mean, it's, it's not going to be enough to get him, you know, out of the uh, out of the booth, though. But you know, I think pretty everybody's pretty much um, done with his song and dance. You know, I mean, everywhere that he's went, you know, he's he's burned a bridge or you know, just not been a good human being to say the least. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll mm-hmm. he'll quit another job saying his mental his mental is, is is not stable enough. You know, I'm, I'm I'm he's not ready to and then sign a contract like maybe a month later. You know, what I'm saying six months later, saying all right, I'm okay now. Now I'm going back and I'm going to the Ohio State job. As long as the people keep hiring him, he's gonna keep going, man. So I can't be mad. I can't knock his hustle. You know what I'm saying? I mean. He, I'm not. I, yeah, right whatever. I I just if I just wonder if people don't need a break from the guy, and right. maybe they, they don't do. look at it the same way I do. Yeah, I need a break. Well, <laughs> well, you know what though? Maybe Fox Sports doesn't see it that way because if they're going to hire him, obviously they feel he's a drawing card to get him back in hindsight of this scandal. Um, but I love the stance that the ownership of Jacksonville is taking: is we have no intentions of paying him. You know, yep. so it's going to be settled in court. Obviously, yeah. it's going to be settled in court. You know, when you consider what he did in the one year that he was there, how he embarrassed that franchise, you know, after a game, he goes to his bar in Ohio and didn't even fly back home with the team. Well, that's a joke. And you see the video of him with some woman, you know, uh, in, in a bar, you know, you know, you're supposed to be a public figure and a role model, an upstanding role model. You are representing one of the most powerful, not just sports entities, but one of the most powerful conglomerates on the planet. And you embarrassed that organization with some of the antics you did. Players turned on you because of your coaching tactic. You know, we we know there are times when players don't like coaches, but they respect those coaches enough to stay out of the newspapers with their comments. You had players in the latter stages, once he was gone, they couldn't wait to talk about how much they despise playing for that man and working under that man. So that shows you the lack of respect they had for him and the lack of re- respect that he had for the organization that was paying him a seven-figure income. Mm -hmm. Not five, not six, but a seven-figure income. And now him and his lawyers are trying to recoup money. I don't blame this organization one bit for fighting this tooth and nail. When you look at the Jacksonville owner, he said, look, we had Gus Bradley here. We had Doug Marone here. Each of them were here for four years. It's not about X's and O's. It's about relationships and loyalty, and that's why they got the time here that they did He's, the owner said, I have the utmost respect for both of them. We have a great friendship now, even though we had to part ways. You know, he has, you can tell he has no respect for Urban Meyer whatsoever. Well, I, oh. I just think, you know, not, not only – he was so unprepared and didn't put the work in for the job. I mean, he didn't know who Aaron, Aaron Donald was. You know, at, at one point, he's he's telling his assistant coaches, you're, you're all going to be gone. Like, right, none of you right, guys have the resume yeah, I right, have. Right. He apparently kicked a kicker. I mean, it's like a lot of weird stuff. That's, that see, happening. that's it right there. Yeah. Bro, I wish a coach would have kicked me or yeah. put his hands on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't kick. You yeah. don't kick. You don't kick me? Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. He, he was. Me? He, I had yeah, coaches he, get in my face, grab my face mask. Yeah. Maybe even push me because I respected him. Yeah. But him, I would have had no respect for him if he'd have said anything out of the way. Yeah. Anything out of the way. Nope. It would have been a problem. No doubt. I played for Ray Rose. Ray Rose was one of the most colorful guys you'd ever meet. Oh, my goodness. You know goodness. what I'm saying? Oh you know, some of the stuff that come out of his mouth, you know, is common. I mean, common, common, common. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a bunch of four-letter words, but still, I respect him enough that, you know, I would go out there and, and, and run through a brick wall for him. There have when been he, coaches that I don't like, yeah. but when I'll Ray, still. 
when, when Ray was sitting at the podium, he would curse when he was talking to the media. And we, we couldn't, when we go back in, no, we can't say this on there. We can't uh-huh. lie this on it. No, no, no. We had, to, we had to slice and dice interviews with Ray Rhodes to put stuff on the air back then. Yeah. Yeah. Ray was a different cat, man. Yeah. Ray, Ray was an interesting dude. That's for sure. All right. So we'll see. It looks like that's the way it's headed with Urban Meyer. Phillies are back tonight, guys. They get a two game set against the Rangers before they start four against the Mets. That's going to be a critical series, but you can't look when you've only won two of seven series, you're not looking ahead of anybody. So no. Philly's back at it tonight and just trying to get, you know, get things together, man. I mean, I, I keep saying, you know, just start developing some momentum and for, for one little stretch in the season, they had momentum when they swept out the Brewers, but that's it. They can't seem to find it, you know, one way or the other. Now tonight it's a bad Rangers team uh, that they should, should famous last words, be able to handle. You got Suarez tonight, and you got Wheeler tomorrow. So you like that little one-two punch of who's going against the uh, the Rangers. Let's hope, man. You know, I mean, let's get these bats going. Um, we, we, we all know that this is not a team that's going to go out and it's going to be a pitching duel. But at least we have the bats to get things going, man. So, yeah. I mean, that's in our favor. So once we really start getting back on track, you know, and, you know, I, I do think that they're going to be good enough that, you know, you're not, you're not going to have to worry about it. You know, they're going to be a lot better than what they've been going. You know, the bats are going to start working again. And, you know, I mean, let's just say this this series they just played against was probably one of the better teams. It's probably going to be one of the, you know, teams that, you know, if you're going to get to the playoffs, you got to go through to get to the World Series. Just put yeah. it like that. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. When I, well go, go. When I, when I look at this uh, Phillies-Rangers matchup on paper, the first thing I want to say is, man, the, the Phillies should sweep this series with ease. But because of the inconsistencies that we've seen, especially in the pitching, I had to catch myself and say, the Phillies, I hope they split this series with the Rangers because for whatever reason, the Phillies seem to to help teams rise up and play better baseball when they're playing against the Phillies so far this year. Yeah, um, I like Suarez and, and followed by Wheeler in the short series, but I'm not confident about anything with this Phillies team right now until they start showing some of that consistency, hopefully sooner uh, rather than much later. Yeah, they are definitely in, in the show-me state, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from a flyer standpoint, Chuck Fletcher, who survived this horrendous season, he's still in place as the GM. It's looking like Mike Yo, who was the interim coach, took over for Elaine Vigneault. He will not be back. This mm-hmm. organization, and Barry, you, you brought it up, I think, yesterday or last week you know that the, their season was coming to an end thankfully um you can't make enough changes at, at the way this this season went for them it was an absolute <laughs> i mean you talk about an embarrassment it was an embarrassment not only was it embarrassing but people aren't even really angry they're just they become irrelevant and that's right, worse right. you'd rather have people angry people don't even care and it's, it's gonna take a lot to get people back with this squad man i've heard so many fans say this to me, you know, and, and, you know, I'm not even a blue lines, you know, guy, you know, I don't talk a lot about mm-hmm. the, about the flyers because, you know, I know just enough, you know, to talk about the flyers, but one thing, you know, not even talk about the X and O's, but I hear fires fans come in and say, look, the old man is rolling over mm-hmm. in his grave right now because of the way these guys are being represented, how they're playing, um, you know, just the organization period, how it's being run. Um, everything is just it's, it's not first class like he had it. It's not the way in which he wanted it to be. 
So, you know, it's, it's, it's not just the play that's on the ice, but it's the organization, period, how they treat their fans, how they go about taking care of the day-to-day business, um, you know, how, you know, the, you know, the selection of the people they have running the organizations from the coaches, you know, front office, everything is just, you know, it, it's just not being run the way, you know, he run it. He ran it. Yeah, no, I guess very, very well said, Derek. Yeah, this is a team that had the second worst record in the Eastern Conference and the fourth worst record in, in hockey overall. They are devoid of talent. They are vo- devoid of structure right now, of leadership. If I was an interim head coach, I'd have had my house and my apartment packed up weeks before the season ended. I couldn't get out of town fast enough after going through that fiasco. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if I could find a way, I need, I wouldn't even put this on my coaching resume. There's a gap yeah. here there. Yeah. You know, like when he goes when he goes to apply for jobs, did you were you in Philadelphia? No, I don't yeah. know what you're talking Just about. Took, no. take some, I took some time. <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 I, I no, I've never I've never what? been to the state no, of Pennsylvania. Nothing to what? see here. Nothing what? to see here. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Who? Um, I, I, I never I never thought I never thought I would see this Flyers organization this bad, this yeah. downtrodden. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. you know. Um, but but I watched them for a few games this season. I'm like, this is like an AHL team. What, what in the world's going on here? And I can't remember in all the years that I've been here, even in bad years, when a Flyers team and season wasn't relevant. Yeah. And from from March on, you have very few people talk about the Flyers. You have very few people. You know, chastising them even on social media. A lot media. of empty seats, and this a lot team of empty seats has such a diehard loyal following. fan base. Yes, yes. yes. These look, people look, look at the stream. Look at the stream. The pe- Flyers. All right, next subject. Yeah. <laughs> pe- people weren't even hurt by yeah. the demise. I mean, you know, I've been here long enough to know people take the Flyers to heart. Man, they, they wear the Flyers on this. The hardcore Flyers fans wear the Flyers on their sleeves the way Eagles fans do. Mm-hmm. You know, with passion. Mm-hmm. And people here was like, eh, whatever. You know, they couldn't wait till the conclusion of the season. There were a multitude of jokes on social media about the Flyers, but nobody real talk. Even, even you know, how when the Eagles start off bad, the first thing you hear is Eagles suck. You didn't even hear that about the Flyers. No. And it was still over a month left into the season. No, I think nobody a lot of people did, didn't know they were still playing. Nobody yeah, honestly, cared. Like Barrett, I said it half to ingest, but I guarantee you a lot of people were like, Wait, they just finished their season. It felt like right. it's been done for how many months? So it's yeah. tough, man, because I I, I I I feel it, man. Because you know, just just being down at uh Wells Fargo, you know, our offices are right there. Yeah, and just being there and, and watching people, you know, have to cover that team is tough, man. I'm uh, Al Morgani, man. He's Al. he's the guy. Man, he, 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 he he was just fit to be tied, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he said, Barrett, you know, once it was all over with and he walked out, he said, Barrett, I have never been so happy for a flyer season to be over with. You know, and, and I and, yeah. and and you know, I'm a hockey guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I've never yeah. been so happy to have a season being over than this season right here. No question. You know, he said, I, he said, I'm so turned off that I won't even watch the playoffs. Yeah. I don't even want to watch the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. That's, and that's that, saying that a says lot. a lot. That says a lot. Right. 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 Somebody like Al. Wow. No, no doubt. All right. Back to the Sixers guys. We talked a lot about them early, right off the top of the show. The loss last night, you know, look, you go into this knowing how difficult and with the odds and how much they're stacked against you in games one and two without Embiid anyway. Now, the good news is he did some light work today, a little bit of work, nothing, not scrimmaging, not practice, but just some stuff on the side, whatever. 
just to maybe start to get a little reacclimated and, you know, conditioning get back in wise. Shape. Stay in yeah, shape. Yeah, stay I, in the, shape. The, yeah. the hope is best case you get, you get to beat Friday. Nothing's guaranteed. He's got to get past the concussion protocol and they got to make sure that the, the orbital fracture is good enough. The good news is he didn't need surgery, right? Hopefully he can handle the mask. The mask is not exactly something he likes to play with who does, but he does. He particularly doesn't like to play with it. You know, we'll see. But what you had to have last night was a lot of guys stepping up. You had to have Danny Green step up and George Niang step up. And James Harden had to look like Houston James Harden. And you didn't get any of that. What you got was real good Tobias Harris, pretty good Maxi, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and nobody else really coming up big for this team. To their credit, they played a tough first half, but eventually the dam burst. And unless those role players all come up huge on – Wednesday now tomorrow, you're gonna look at the same result in this game too. They, you know, they they look very competitive in the first half. They look like they were there, um, but you know, I never had a sense that they were gonna come back and 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 you know take the lead or anything like that. I mean, I'm not gonna say, but I was surprised that they played as as well as they played, mm-hmm. considering that they didn't have their horse there. Um, I will say I'm saddened that Harden is just not the guy. I mean, he is nowhere near the guy. I mean, and, and to me, it's it's funny because when you talk about your lineage, you know, how your kids are going to look at you, you know, you want to say that I gave it all and gave it, you know, and, and won a championship or came close to it. And I didn't see that type of effort trying to show that on the, on the court. You know what I mean? I mean, you've, 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 you've carved out a niche that you are one of the most prolific scorers, not jump shooters, but scorers ever to play the game. And you're not even close to being anywhere near that. Um, these, these, you know, this, this, this last three weeks, not even close. Yeah. So it's really hard for me to say that, um, you know, it's hard for me to say that they're going to go any further without Embiid being on the court. Mm. You know I, I mean? I, I talked a lot of trash about, you know, Harris and what he's not doing, you know, during the regular season. I got to take it all back because this playoff series, you know, this in the playoffs, he has shown up and showed out, you know. So, you know, I mean, I have no no problems with Harris. You know, he's a max contract guy. He's playing like a max contract guy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, you he's, got, playing, he, he's yeah. playing well on both sides. Right, right. Honestly. You know, defensively and offensively. Yeah. Um, the breaks. Yeah. Yeah. He's done a, He's done a really good job. I think, you know what? And I, I'm guilty of this. I keep saying they're going to have to get the Houston Harden. It's I, I got to stop with that because there That's is not going to happen. Part. No, no, he is incapable of, of that next year. He's got one year and you know, and he can, he can get the car up to like 55 on the highway at times. But if you're looking for him to put it in overdrive, Barrett being F1 guy, it ain't there, man. Good luck. No. Go around. That, that thing's going to be around. broken over the side of the road with the blinkers on th- than it is. Yeah, go, go around. around. Stay out of the passing I, lane. I, I believe yeah. if they if they had a healthy heart, uh, I'm sorry, healthy and B, they'd have won game one. The way that game played itself out, if they'd have had a healthy and B, they would have won game one. They don't have anybody that could stop and be one-on-one down nope. low, yeah. which would have mean they would have to they, they would have had to try to do similar to what Toronto did, try to pack it in around and beat. And that would open up the perimeter for a lot of other guys. But you cannot shoot 17.5% from the uh, beyond the arc against a team like Miami and expect to win many, many games. Now, unfortunately, they're not going to have a healthy Embiid this series whenever he comes back. 
And unfortunately, it looks like they're going to be down 0-2 when they go back to Philadelphia, putting themselves in a big hole. And even if Embiid plays, I still believe Miami's going to take one of the two um, in in um, in in Philadelphia, which is going to put them in a real tricky situation. So, you know, enjoy the series while you can. I never say never because sometimes teams find a way to play better without their stars because they don't have their crutch to lean on yeah. in tough times. And teams can rally around something like that. I just don't think that this particular Sixers team can overcome that deficit. Yeah, and I think the the other thing that Embiid does too, Derek, the yep. amount of fouls that he draws, which could get Adebayo off the floor, you yep. know, and, yep. And, yep. and not dominating you, or or fill in the blank, whomever else, PJ Tucker gets a foul or whatever. Yep. That's the other thing, and it gets you easy points going to the free throw line, especially if he shoots eighty percent. Everything's so hard right now for the Sixers yep. in terms of getting offense. I would go small. I, you know, look, I know they got killed on the boards last night, whatever. I, I, you got to try and do something else. He can't, and he's already talking about digging in with DeAndre Jordan, but you got to try something else, man, because this is not working what you did last night. That, that man that man had four points and two rebounds in 17 minutes of play. That's all you yeah. can expect from him, basically. Well, I could give you that on yeah. the NBA court. Yeah, there I mean, go. it's it's bad. He, he was, yeah. he was, um, the Heat scored 56 of their 106 points when he was on the floor. Jeez. And, you know, I mean, that's, Jeez. that's wild. Like that's wild. He he's just stuck in quicksand, man. He doesn't move. Um, so ba- so basically, Miami told the 76ers, we don't fear anybody you have in the paint. If it's not Joel Embiid, we don't fear anybody in your paint. Yeah. So. No, basically, I mean that's what and they, and they had no answer for Hero uh, on the offensive. Oh no, no. You know they did a good job attacking him. Def- you know when the Sixers were on offense, but they they couldn't stop him at all. I mean Greenfield, he was just- Greenfield Wisconsin, baby. Just saying. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, it's a shame because you you. I think this is the type of series that would have been likely a toss-up had Embiid been healthy for you know for the entire series. You just it, it's hard to make a case for the Sixers, man. I mean, my yeah. whole my yeah. whole case for last night was maybe Miami takes them takes them for granted. Maybe they feel like they can yeah. just show up. But if, if Miami's alert and locked in, yeah, it's not happening. And and they have too good yeah. a coach in Spolstra yes. for, for him to let that happen either. Yeah. Yes. Um, Miami, I, I just love watching teams like the Miamis and the Bostons play. They're not big teams, but they play so well together. They have a yep. sixth sense about where everybody's supposed to be on the floor. And they can do it at both ends. They can play defense. I mean, you look at they're 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 two of the smaller teams in the NBA, yet they're two of the best defensive teams in the NBA. Yep. They make up in the deficiencies in terms of lack of height by how tenacious they are in playing defense. They force a lot of turnovers. They have a lot of great perimeter guys, although they didn't show it in the first game. And that's why they are the number one and number two seeds uh, going in these playoffs right now Mm -hmm. because of their athletic prowess overall. No doubt. Now, now Boston's got their hands full with Milwaukee. Milwaukee outplayed Boston at their own game. And if if Embiid can come back and give them 85% Embiid, the 76ers have a, a, a good chance. Is it good enough to get through this series? Don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's got the thumb that's messed up. He's got the crack bone, uh, orbital bone now. Coming I off mean, a concussion. I know. I'm coming I know. Off Come on now. It's I mean, always it's always fake, man. You can't. Man. You cannot put a, a limit on a man's heart, man. So regardless well, yeah. of what's going yeah. on, you can't yeah. put a limit on it, right. know, his will. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody, they see that he's playing the way he's playing. It becomes infectious, man. Never yep. say yeah. never, yeah. bro. No, no. 
Absolutely. All right. Uh, this was a fun one today, man. This was a, this today was, a, was this my was, favorite show. Yes. I swear to you, this was and, my favorite show. Of all well, of that's one of the things we're, we're not looking to sit here and X and O you to death. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some laughs. And that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. It should be all about. There's yeah. enough going yeah. on in yeah. life. Yeah. You know, that it's going to bring oh, you down. Goodness. Yeah, man. Cheer here, Bill Romanowski and Brawley. <laughs> exactly right. All right. For, by, by the way, tomorrow we have Shil Kapadia from The Athletic, and we have Amy yeah. Fadul from NBC Sports Philadelphia. So it should be yep. a lot of fun tomorrow. Don't go anywhere. Dan Cilio, National Football Show. For Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, our man Xander Krause, Bruce, and the program, I am Rob Ellis. You've been watching Sports Take, presented by Jacob Media Network. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV. Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on can Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala, hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits, go for the fans, go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.